Hey, welcome to the Life with Lauren podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Arrow, and I'm here to talk all things beauty, wellness, and real life. No topic is off limits. We're going to cover it all. I'm so happy you're here with me. Thank you for listening. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Life with Lauren. I'm here with my friend Ashley, who she also lives in Nashville. She's a blogger. She's so fun. She's, how old are you? 38. She's 38 and she and I are very like-minded. So we bonded over the fact that we just, we can't believe what's been happening over the past few years. So we are going to kind of get into politics a little bit today. If that's not your thing, you might want to fast forward some of this, but we're also going to talk about life stuff. So hi. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Gosh, we've met like what? two years ago where did we meet i don't even remember it was it had to be no because i've never done one of those you haven't no it had to be an influencer event no i think oh you know what i was supposed to and then i had something come up with work and i like had to back out at the last minute okay so that could have been it but yeah i don't remember we had to have gone to an event or something together yeah so like the influencer scene in nashville we all just kind of know each other yeah it's very and small world. It's like, small. It's fun. <laughs> it's it's nice because it's like, it's just, I, I don't know. Everyone's just so easy. Yes. Okay. So are you, you're not from Nashville. Right? No, I'm from St. Louis area, but like Illinois side, just like right across the river from St. Louis. So like 20 minutes Okay. from downtown and a little town in Illinois. And then I left right out of high school and moved to Florida with my mom and family Lived there for 14 years and then moved to Nashville six years ago. What brought you to Nashville? So my dad passed away in January of 13. And after that happened, like I went through a divorce. I moved to Sarasota. Wait, you went through a divorce? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. After my dad, my dad was actually murdered by a police officer. What? So, yes. Okay, <laughs> yes. can you tell that story? Yeah, so I lived in Florida at the time, and my dad lived, obviously, like, where I grew up. And it was January the 5th, so, like, literally one month from the day of my birthday. My birthday is December 5th, and he died January 5th. And basically, long story short, he had a property dispute with the neighbors next door who I actually went to elementary school with, but they were just like not good kids like they were just like always like the trouble kids and my dad lived next it was like the only two houses on the main road but like outside city limits in the country it was like on a 600 acre farm basically and the guy that owned all the land was in his late 80s my dad took care of him was like his caregiver so he sold my dad's house to him contract for deed and then when he passed away the stepkids moved into that home and tried to take my dad's property from him. Mm. Literally to the point where they would like follow him around at gunpoint and the cops had come out several times because my dad would complain about it, obviously. And so one night, January, it was a Friday night and they had one of those like underground houses, you know, like the front looks normal, but the back is like it's like on a level. Yeah, it's like yeah. level to the ground. So you could like walk right onto the roof. Mm-hmm. So they called the cops and like told them that they smelled lighter fluid and they accused my dad of dumping lighter fluid into their chimney. Oh my but God. But it was snow on the ground and there was absolutely like no footprints or like any evidence that proved that that was true. 
And so they parked their cars, obviously, at the guy's house that, that they got the call from. Well, there was like three cop cars there. And instead of driving to my dad's driveway, which was right next door, but like being out in the country like that, their yards are really big. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a little walk across, almost like a field that you walk across to get to my dad's driveway. And they just walked across in the middle of the night. No, like nothing. Like no lights, like <laughs> just mm-hmm. dressed in all black. And my dad built Harleys for a living. He built like custom Harleys. And he was in his garage working on one. And he heard people like in his driveway, like talking. And so knowing that like he had had many like complaints and police reports complaining about them like following him around at gunpoint. And like I had a younger sister who was like 18 at the time who lived in the house. So my dad was like super on edge because here you have this young girl that lives there. Right. Like my dad's witnessed them like beating their girlfriends in the driveway or like in the yard. And so just... It's just, like, natural to, like, go grab your shotgun. For sure. He walked out of the back of the house and, like, kind of just, like, crept around the side. And when he did, out of the three cops, one cop pulled his gun out and emptied it on my dad. No identification. No drop your weapon. No, literally nothing. Holy shit. Yeah. So I sued the county because, and I got my attorney actually, like, he knew me because I went to school with his kids and he knew my dad. So he came to me and was like, I want to take this case. And I was like, okay. Cause I, I didn't know how I was going to pursue it, but I knew I was going to pursue it. Cause I knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like they ran my dad's name in the ground in the newspapers, like made my dad out to be the bad guy. And he was like this, I know how the cops are in this town and they're just shady. So he knew he was like, I'm, I'll take this. You don't have to pay me anything unless we settle. And then I'll just take my portion. I was like, perfect, do your thing. So he did, and like they accused my dad of firing his gun at the cop. My dad's gun was never fired, like all this stuff. And so you won. So yeah, I won. It took two years, but they all do. Uh huh. And the cop was like put on paid leave while it was investigated and still has his job. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And like the thing is, is like when they shot him like my dad ran back around behind the house to like obviously get out of the range of fire yeah and that's where he passed away well they called in a helicopter because they said that they could not find him and i say that lightly what yeah send another officer back to the county which was probably like 20 minutes away to get infrared goggles because they could not find him. And so then it's completely inept. Yep. And then EMS came to the scene, but they wouldn't let them on the scene because they didn't know where my dad was. What? Yeah. The so fuck? they basically like let him die. So I think they knew that they did wrong and they didn't want him to survive to be able to tell his side of the story, I don't think. Because when I got the autopsy report like weeks later, my attorney sent it to me and it said, like, the first thing that it said in the autopsy report was that he arrived at the coroner's office handcuffed behind his back. Oh, my God. And I'm like, how the F? Your dad are you handcuffed? Ha- yes. Are you hand- why are you handcuffing oh, a dead person? And why are you person? at the coroner? Oh, oh, he arrived dead he had, at the he was, ar- he was already, like, pronounced at his house. They handcuffed him. And then they man. handcuffed him. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I was like, are you freaking kidding me? <sighs> and, yeah, so... When, when I went home two years later to go to the trial, the trial was supposed to start the next day, my attorney called me and he was like, yeah, they want to settle. And I was like, 
Of course they do. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course. So, so did you have a gag order as part of the settlement? Uh, no, but he did say, he was like, once we settle, like, you can't reopen. Mm -hmm. And he told me, he was like, I can, I can take this case and, like, we can get five figures out of it easily. But this could be wrapped up in court for, like, five more years. And I'm like... Wait, I, five figures. So they didn't so even get... Mm -mm. Wait, six. I got oh, seven sorry, figures. seven figures. Sorry. Okay, I'm like yes. that is seven. not enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got six figures, but then it was you know like split between me, my sister, my stepmom, and my attorney. Mm -hmm. So we really didn't. We walked away with five figures. God. Yeah, but he was like, I can I can take this for millions. I could get millions out of this case, yeah, but you will have to like drag this out for at least five more years because I'll tie it up in court. And mm -hmm. I was like. Honestly, I said, I just want closure. Like, no amount of money is going to bring him back. Right. No amount of money is going to justify what actually happened. But I just want to be able to, like, move on and get closure from it. And so I, I did. And, yeah. And Holy shit. I, right after all that happened, I went through my divorce. I actually got divorced. My dad was killed in dis or January of 13. I was divorced by September of that year. Yeah. It just completely see. flipped my entire world upside down. I was 28. Wow. Like, yeah. And so I just reevaluated literally every single thing in my life. Yeah. I bet. Looked at everything differently. And it just made me also realize, obviously, like, life is so short. Like, I just talked to my dad the night before. Wow. And then I have goosebumps. Yeah. And then, and I was like super close with my dad. Ugh. So, so yeah. So I just went, I just was like, I just need to pack up and move and start over and like, and so I moved to Sarasota for four years and I started over there, but my, it was always in my heart to like move to Nashville because I would mm -hmm. visit here and it's something about this city just pulled on my heartstrings. Same. Every time I would come here, like yeah. I was in tears when I would have to leave. Oh. And I'm like, I do not want to leave. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like I was born to like be here. Mm -hmm. Like this is like where I'm supposed to be. And so I moved here to Nashville on the five-year anniversary of him passing. Mm. And that was like my promise to myself and like gift to myself that I'm going to start living my life for him instead of living my life in grief of him no longer being here. Mm -hmm. I so, love that. Yeah. And ever since then, it has been like everything has fallen into place since I've gotten here. Wow. And it's been honestly amazing. The best decision I ever made. Honestly, I feel the same way about Nashville. Yeah. It's, it's just different. For some people. It's so different. Do you know what your Venus line is? Have you ever done that? No. I, Are you anti-horoscope? No, okay. but I'm really into like Enneagram. Like I love the Enneagram. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to see if your Venus line is in Nashville. Mine is not. But Taylor, who was on my podcast two episodes ago, yeah. was telling me about this thing called your Venus line. And you take like the city you were born in and what time you were born. Yeah. And there's like certain parts of the world that were like meant for you. Oh. Oh, and mine was like Seattle, and I'm oh, like, fuck no, no. <laughs> I would hate it. In Seattle. Never, like, I don't even want to visit there. <laughs> DC, Seattle, no, thank you. <laughs> right, I'm good. But well, holy shit, I yeah. had no idea. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. It was so bad. Like they, the, I guess he was the prosecutor in town. Where I grew up, he or the county like prosecutor, he ran my dad's name into the ground so bad, and it was on the front page of the paper. And so my family literally would have to go to my dad's 
parents' house, my grandparents' house, and take their newspaper out of their mailbox before they could get to their mail. Oh my god. So that they wouldn't have to read it. That's the stuff. I feel like we're very aligned on this where it's like it's not so much a party line that we're with. It's yeah. like we're anti corruption. Yes. We're anti the bullshit. Yes. Like, like your tax dollars, your family's yep. tax dollars are what paid you back. And right. this dude was on paid leave this yes. whole time. Like, yep. That's what gets me mm-hmm. is it, I don't give a fuck what side you're on. Exactly. Like I just be a good person. Exactly. Cut the crap. Be honest. Be, be transparent. Exactly. Like, don't try to, you know, because it was like, okay, so my dad had, they said, oh, his autopsy report was like, oh, he had cocaine in his system. Well, it was such a small amount that the judge that was over the case threw the toxicology report completely out mm-hmm. because they tried to blame every, the whole thing on that one little thing. And the judge is like, the amount is literally so small that it, it really wouldn't even have like affected him that much. You yeah. know, like, so they threw it out. And once they threw that out, that's when they were like, we want to settle. I'm like you, motherfuckers. Like yeah, like that was that was all you had to go on, was that. And then people would comment on like in the news, like me being who I am. Like I read articles and I want to see what people are saying. And I knew I shouldn't have done that because they were like, oh, his cokehead daughter wants to, you know, sue the cops so she can get money for her to supply her drug problem. And I'm like, uh, I've literally never done drugs. And I was so offended and like, oh, I'd be it, so it wouldn't, it made me so mad that I was like, I, I, I was like, I can't, I cannot read this. I need to just put this away because I am going to lose my shit. <laughs> like, Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my God. And so how is your stepsister and your stepmom? So I don't talk to my stepmom. She and I never really had a good relationship. I'll say that. And after my dad died, it was honestly like a, like a, like the silver lining mm-hmm. to it was me being able to cut ties yeah. with her and like not being forced to be like have a relationship with her. Yeah. I still kind of have a relationship with my sister. We're not like super close, but and there were some things that happened with her just like getting rid of a lot of my dad's things that I wanted. Like my dad collected records. He was huge into music and like loved music. And he had like pristine albums from literally like every hard rock band. And like, it's just, and I wanted a bunch of it because I wanted to frame some and put Mm -hmm. them in my house. And she like sold all of them. And I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, how can you do that? Right. Like, those were if there was anything that I would want to keep of his it would be that because those were like his like he collected them like right (laughs) that's what he did yes oh my god and so I was just like for a long time for many years I was just like I literally can't even have a relationship with you at this point I don't blame you yeah (laughs) so I did like I didn't I like we didn't talk for quite a few years actually and then slowly like she's kind of come in the picture but we talk like Honestly, maybe a handful of times a year. Yeah. It's not like we we don't really stay in touch. She's never been here to visit me. Yeah. I really so see her when I, I go home. Now she's 28. Yeah. That's so wild. Yeah. I feel she's like lawsuits can like make or break a family yeah. bond. Too. Yeah. And my stepmom, like my attorney was my attorney. Like he sought me out. He actually gave my 
dad's brother's ex-wife, she gave me his info. Like he was like, give Ashley my information. You'll see her at the viewing. And she approached me at the viewing and she was like, listen, Eddie wants to talk to you. And I knew exactly who he was because I went to school with his kids. Yeah. And so, and Sammy, his daughter, she's an attorney as well. And so I was like, okay, perfect. Yeah. If there was anybody that I would have trusted to take this case, it would have been him because he's a bulldog and he does not care. He's like, y'all are corrupt as shit and I'm about to take you down. Like that is his mentality. And I'm like, yes, this is the kind of guy that I need. Right. (laughs) Like for this shit, when you're up against the police and stuff, you just never know what, I mean, they will lie and they will cover up, they will cover up shit and they right. will corroborate each other's stories so they don't look bad. Yeah, um, it's like a brotherhood. Yeah, which, exactly. I mean, it's it's like after the George Floyd stuff. Yeah. Where I'm sure that was like triggering for you yes. because you're like, I know that there's corruption in the police yeah. force, but yep. also like on the flip side, like yep. this is getting out of hand. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like he was at home. He wasn't like committing a crime. He wasn't out. Like I thought... Like, when my sister called me, because he rode Harleys all the time, and I was like, oh, my gosh, he got in a wreck. Like, he got in a wreck on the bike or something. Yeah. And when she told me, I was like, I mean, what the hell? And so, yeah. So, my dad's brothers are obviously, like, my dad was the baby. So, his brothers are, like, extremely, they've always been extremely protective of him, and they still, to this day, do not know the name of the cop that did it. What? Yeah. Why? They don't, they, they're like, we just can't know. Oh, cause they would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just better to <sighs> not know. And yeah. Wow. So, mm-hmm. Well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, I don't, we, we still don't know who did it, but somebody put a death threat in the neighbor's mailbox, like right after it happened. <laughs> and they were like, we know that it was you who like started all of this and and they're still probably living there. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Well. Yep. And then, like, the house was, like, they got the house. They got the house. Like, my stepmom and my sister had to move out. Like, it was just, it was just, I'm like, y'all did enough. Right. Like, you literally, like, you got my dad killed. Right. Like, like what more do you fucking want? <laughs> and y'all are a piece of shit. Right. Like, you literally are a piece of shit. I grew up with you. You were always a piece of shit. Right. Like, <laughs> everything you did aligns with your character quite perfectly yeah so yeah it I'm was so sorry it was crazy this but, episode took a turn yeah <laughs> I was not expecting that but uh, it's okay. crazy but wow. I mean now it's like I just look at life differently and you know the silver lining is when people are struggling with things I I can look at their situation and truly like be empathetic for them because I went through such tragic and like tragedy and and I came out of it and I feel like I've done pretty well for myself considering what I have come out of Mm -hmm. like it like I did hit rock bottom for a while yeah not just like turn like my I didn't like do the whole like I turned to drugs or anything like that it was just I was not me Mm -hmm. and I didn't even recognize myself for a long time and then when I moved to Nashville it was like this was like my this it brought me back to life yeah I could see that I feel like I mean we're not really taught how to deal with grief Mm -mm. at all like other emotions they kind of brush on them a little bit and even like people don't know how to deal with their emotions and everyone reacts differently yeah but you had grief and and also like anger and like probably hatred yeah and then years of bullshit yeah so (laughs) yeah 
And then I, you know, like I called my mom one day and I was like, I want to come to Florida and get baptized. And I start like, I just knew, I knew where my dad was and I just wanted to have that like closer relationship with him and with God. And like, Mm -hmm. I wanted to take it a step further. And I was always raised Christian. Like my whole family is Christian and devoted. And I had never been saved, but I, I had always been raised in church and I've always gone to church. And I was like, I, it's time. And my mom was like, I never wanted to like force you into being baptized as a kid because I wanted you to grow up with the values, but I also wanted you to make that decision for yourself. I like that. And so I called her and I was like, Hey, I want to come to Florida and do it at your church. And so my stepdad had been baptized, but he wanted to get rebaptized. And so I went down to Florida and he was like, if you come down, like I'll do it on the same day. So we got baptized together. How was that? Oh gosh, two, three, two, 2020, I think. Okay. It was right before the pandemic. <laughs> that was like crazy. We had a tornado, you got yep, baptized, yep. and then COVID. <laughs> yep. And it was kind of like a mesh of like being like because of my dad, but also being because my eyes had been open to so much of what was going on in the world mm-hmm. and the corruption and the bullshit and the just the evil. And I just was, I just felt like, I was given a platform, like God gave me that platform to use my voice to, to speak truth. Mm-hmm. And that was like another reason of why I was like, okay, I want to do this. I want to get baptized. Like I want to do this. I want God to use me as a tool for all these things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, and so one of the questions that they asked me was, are you ready to do, are you ready to work for the Lord? And I was like, yeah, a hundred percent. And so after like it was like the most emotional yeah (laughs) and like just breathtaking moment of probably my entire life wow like I don't think I've ever felt more like free than I did in that moment and I just like wailed (laughs) like uncontrollably but I love that your mom did that because I think that that's such a good way to look at it. It's like, yeah. I want you to choose this. Yeah. It's not yes. just something that's already happened. Yes. Because then when you choose it, it means it, so much yes. more to you. Exactly. Like, if you were a little kid, it's right. like, whatever. Right. Which... You don't really... Like, you don't understand the full grasp of, you know, and the commitment mm-hmm. until you're older. Right. And, and also, like, to experience all the things. Like, yeah, I was so mad at, at God for, like... Like, for what happened to my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't, you know, it, it's just part of the grieving process. Yeah. Like, you have to be angry at someone, so. Right. And, you know, like, I pushed my family away. Like, I was afraid to get close to my family. My mom was, like, my my <laughs> heart and soul. Like, me and my mom were super, super close. And I pushed her away. Like, I pushed everyone away because I was just terrified to, like, lose somebody else and go through that again. Oh, I bet. And then once I, like, got into therapy and kind of, like, started dealing with it, then it changed. But, but yeah, getting baptized, like, was the best thing ever. Aww, yeah. I love that. So, so, yeah. So, that was kind of, like, my, I don't know. It was just, like, definitely, like, revived me. Yeah. And it also gave me the confidence to continue to use my voice for <laughs> spreading the truth about all the darkness that lives among us in this well, world. Yeah. It's so... It, that's one thing that we both do is we we voice our opinions on what's yeah. happening politically and just, I mean, why is COVID political, but it turned right. political. And I think we were both kind of shocked that people like 
were attacking us yeah. for having an opinion on what was happening. And yep. it, it wasn't it like... It was every day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> after 2020, I think I had to, I had to like put it away for like almost a year and just like stop because it was so, it brought me down. Like it was bringing me down. Instagram. Yeah. Like yeah. it was weighing on me. It was bringing me down. And I was just like, okay, I just need to take a break. Like this is... the it, it's heavy shit. <laughs> so it's, like, well, yeah, because I I feel like at the same time as it was COVID and then BLM mm-hmm. and like being an influencer at yeah. that time was extremely challenging yeah. because you couldn't do shit. You yeah. couldn't say anything. You couldn't yeah. have a, your own opinions. Yeah. But then, I mean, just being online in general. But then at the same time, we like learned all about what they call conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. except most of them have now come true. <laughs> right. Almost and, all of them. Yeah. And then I'm like, how, like, I don't even understand that statement anymore because you can't, it can't be a conspiracy if it comes true. Right. So like, learn a new word. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, but that, that's their way of belittling your uh-huh. beliefs. Yeah. Or like, in this case, like facts for yeah. a lot of what's been happening. Yeah. And it's, and it's probably because it's, they can make us sound dumb yep. and they can make us seem like we don't know what the fuck we're talking yep. about when like in reality we're the ones researching right. and looking because we're like, there's no way this is true. Right. So then we keep digging and right. we're like, wow, okay. We're there's the ones no that don't take everything they say with a grain of, like, yeah. we take it with a grain of salt. We know that they're, everything that they say is pretty much bullshit. They gaslight, they project, they blame mm-hmm. They do all the things and then they turn it around on the other side and make it, you know, we're the terrorists, but yet we're the ones working. We're not the ones in the street rioting. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I saw somebody posted the other day or yes, or I think it actually might've been this morning. They were like, oh, the NYPD is being asked to wear, to come to work Tuesday in full uniform. And I was like reading the comments on it because NYPD like loves Trump. They've always loved Trump. Oh. And somebody was like... Yeah, NYPD's dressing in full uniform because they love and respect Trump. And they're like, and what are, are they expecting us to riot? They're like, all the Republicans are going to be working. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> right. And I just laugh because I'm like, I mean, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in Nashville this week, right? we have riots on right w- an insurrection at the Capitol building. And like, oh, don't even and get then it's and, and it's crickets from the other side because. The hypocrisy. Uh huh. Yeah, it's a two-tier justice system. It's rules for thee, but not for me. Like we can do what we want, but y'all do it, and we're gonna crucify you for exactly. it. Exactly. It's such bullshit. Which is so. That's why I wanted you to have you on this week, especially because yeah. this week was it was heavy. Yes. And what happened? And so it's. I mean, today's April first, and yeah. it was Monday mm-hmm. when there was that school shooting at that Christian school in Nashville, and. A trans female that switched, they decided she's a male, went and shot up the Christian school that she attended. Yeah. And she killed three nine-year-old children and three of the staff members that worked there. So, I I mean, I highly doubt if you're listening to my podcast that you missed that. It's been all over everywhere, but it's an extreme tragedy. Yeah. And, I mean, there's no... It, it's just horrendous. But then the way that they were so quick to flip the script mm-hmm. to we need gun control, we yeah. need stricter gun laws, this is the Republicans' fault, this is, you can't attack trans, like this is a one-off situation. Yeah. And, and, and that's the stuff that it's like 
So I think it was the day after it happened where I was like, it couldn't get on Instagram. I was yeah. so pissed. Yeah. Because we have Joe Biden talking about fucking ice cream. Ice cream, right. At the press conference. Right. Where you're addressing the nation on a one of the most evil, horrific types of crimes. Like, you literally killed babies. Like, yeah. innocent children at school. Right. Like, this, schools are supposed to be your safe space. Like, when we were in school... And I've never, it was never like school was like a place you could go where it was safe all the time. Like I always felt so safe and secure and like nothing was going to get me at school. Right. Yeah. So they have a press conference at the white house and Joe Biden (laughs) mumbles some shit about ice cream and then starts like, like, I'm Jill, I'm Dr. Biden's husband. Like, no, you're the president of the United States, unfortunately. Like fucking own it. (laughs) It's so insane. But then he's like. It's like he's creeping on kids in the audience. Right. It's like it's been happening since before he was elected. Yeah. I'm saying elected in air quotes. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) I mean, he's been a creep his entire career. Yeah. And and yet nobody even talks about it. It's like thank God it's not Trump. Right. And we would like, rather have a creepy pervert in the that can't think that's getting into a war with Russia and China. Than. Donald Trump, orange yeah. man bad. Like, yeah. give me a break. Yeah. We were thriving under Trump. Yes, we had no wars. Even we if had... you hate him for because the media convinced you to hate right. him, because d- before he decided to run for president, Trump was an icon. Yes. People rapped about him. Yep. People idolized him. Even all him. the people who hate him now, like the elite people in <sighs> New York, D.C., like, they all liked him. Right. They all, like, hung out with him at the same parties like they he would go to and they respected him and blah, right. blah, blah, blah. The, until they found out that he was running for office and then he won then it became an all-out war yeah because he wasn't one that could be bought and paid for right by them he wasn't a part of their regime he wasn't mm-hmm. a part of the establishment so therefore he's the enemy mm-hmm. and, and he knows some shit on all yeah. these people yeah. because we all know they all have some shit in yeah. their closet yeah but yeah, so we had Biden mumbling about ice cream instead of the horrendous actions that happened. And then later this week, we have him talking about Trans Awareness Day. Yes. And, and it's like, you were f- like, what? Yeah. Like, it, and, and our hearts go out to the trans community. What about the community? What about the Christian community? Right. Or like the kids or right. the families? Like, oh, it makes me so mad. Yeah. So we had that. And then we had news crews there. That were recording families running their kids out of the school, yeah. like through the parking lot. Like, where is your decency? Like, right. these people are going through the worst day of their entire right. life. They're taking their kids away, their kids that survived, knowing that yeah. they have classmates that didn't, and those families have to deal with that. Yeah. And not only, like, are those parents arriving at a school and not knowing if their child is going to be walking out with them or not. Right. You know, they're just sitting there waiting to be reunited with their children, and... They're recording it. And I'm like, this is so inappropriate. It was disgusting. Yeah. And then you have people online attacking each other over gun laws. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, give it a day. Yeah. Like, g- g- what the hell? Yeah. So that was this week. And I just, 
Did you see the, the lady that like just walked up during the press conference? Oh, okay. And starts talking. <laughs> so you guys have to know about Nashville because I feel like if you don't live here, you don't really understand where this school was. It's in an area called Green Hills. It's not a touristy area at all. Like Mm-mm. there's no way a tourist would be by this school just meandering by while she's no. on vacation. There's it's a very like prestigious area. Very, very wealthy, very private. Yeah. And it, yeah, you would just happen by it. Yet this woman, who was at, was she at the Las Vegas shooting? No, Georgia. Uh, I want to say like the it wasn't the Park City. I think it was the Park City shooting. Wait, what's that one? Is that, Is that the Atlanta? I thought she was at the Atlanta one. I can't keep track. I don't remember. Or is that in Florida, the Park City? I don't. Okay, but anyways, what are the odds that this woman who was at another shooting? In this exact area when another shooting happened that just so happened to, like, be on vacation when this Nashville shooting happened, and now she's on the news. Meanwhile, like, three days ago, she was taking pictures with Nancy Nancy Pelosi Pelosi. talking about gun laws. Yeah, lobbying for gun laws, yeah, in D.C. And so this is the shit where it's, like, you have to think, like, from what we've seen the government do to us over Mm -hmm. the past few years and where they, they... want the power they'll do whatever they can to have it and so they will try to manipulate situations they control the media they control the narrative and you have this woman so that's the stuff that makes conspiracy theorists that are like are you guys paying attention to this because there's no fucking way this girl would be here right are y'all planning this just to like you know that's exactly what i feel and think i'm like are y'all planning this shit just so you can push an agenda because the more because the shootings like there's a school shootings or shootings in general happen all the time, but we never hear about them. We only hear about these ones. And then it's like the media has their talking points before it even happens. Right. And they all say the same they have thing. Their, yep. They have their talking points. They have their conclusions of what happened. They have, they're immediately pushing gun laws and mm-hmm. now they're storming our capital because, <laughs> because of it and because Tennessee is trying to lower the gun purchasing age to like 18 so now they're it's just yeah you can't even make the shit up anymore no and and then also tennessee with the trans stuff yeah yeah where we need to talk about that because it's it people they read the headlines and they don't read the actual article they're not banning right drag shows like like maren morris going on stage and being like oh being drag is illegal now. No, it's and not. And she's like, fucking come arrest me then, Tennessee. And like takes her three-year-old son in the back and introduces him to all the drags. And I'm like, you are the problem. Right. Like, if You're you actually read. <laughs> right. But that's the, that's the thing. It's like, here's If you actually read huge... the law. Right. They didn't ban it. They just made it for 18 and over, which, I mean, I'm sorry, but drag shows are not much different than going to a strip club. No. <laughs> like it's provocative. It's not something They're that not a child friendly. It's, no. it's bizarre that you would want to bring your children yes. to this. Like yeah. go with your friends, have fun, have some cocktails, sing your favorite songs. Right. But like, why is if a child doesn't need to see somebody humping the ground. Yeah. But then you have the people that are like, while you're wasting your time on stupid bullshit laws like this, banning transgenders, which yeah. you're missing the point. Right. Again. Right. Then it's like you're ignoring all these other things that are happening. And it's like, you guys, you know that you can do more than one thing at a time in politics. Yeah. I'm not saying that our politicians are the best. No. Because, yeah. I mean... <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's They're be not. honest. Like, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of any of them. But <laughs> I, it's, it's just annoying because it's always one-sided. It's always yep. the narrative. And, if, it's, and they always act like gun laws are the only solution mm-hmm. to fixing the problem. Right. America's never going to be a gun-free country. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> our, they like, wrote it into our constitution for a reason. Exactly. But so, and then knew. people send around these articles about, one of my followers sent this to me, I guess in like the 90s, there was a school shooting in the UK, mm-hmm. and so they banned handguns, mm-hmm. and since then there haven't been any school shootings. And so I was like talking to my friend who owns a lot of guns and then Steve, my husband who owns a lot of guns, yeah. they're very passionate. They're very responsible gun right. owners. And I was like, what do you guys think about this? So they pulled up this website and it's like that, that community, or I think it was the UK, the entire UK has like 0.5% of them had handguns in yeah. 1989. Yeah. So like, like nobody was carrying. Nobody them had a handgun, so it's really easy to say there's been no right <laughs> school shootings when like because nobody owned them in the first place. Right. Yeah. And, and then also like look look at the size of the UK yeah, compared right. to America. Right. Like it it just you cannot make rules for countries that small and right. compare it to America. Right. Ever like it, yeah. But people just but they like don't you said know like ninety nine percent of gun toting Americans. Are responsible they're yeah. responsible like they have to take a class they're hunters they you know they take concealed carry courses like they're not buying guns on the black market just to s- store them in their house and like to say I have a gun right like, those no. are criminals no and they practice with them and like right. I wish you guys could see how these people handle their guns because if you if you even just saw how they hold them right. and like the way they move their arms it's like very mechanical yeah they're not just like flailing their guns around like these people are yep. extremely responsible with yeah. their guns but then you have a psychopath mm-hmm. who's probably on testosterone because yep. she's switching from female to male yep you like hormones are gonna fuck you up. Yep. And you can't deny that. So you already have a mental health issue because right. you have body dysmorphia. You think you're in the wrong body. That is a mental health issue. Yeah. That, that you can't ignore it. It doesn't make you a bad person for saying that. That's a fact. Right. Like anybody with body dysmorphia, that's a mental health issue. And yep. you not only have that but you think you're in the wrong gender so now you're on medication and everyone's like well we need stricter background checks HIPAA will never allow Mm -hmm. you to look at someone's mental health issues right before you buy a gun yeah like the guy at the gun shop isn't going to contact your doctor doctor. and say hey yo (laughs) like what do you think about that like it's never going to happen yeah and so the alternative would be put security in schools yeah. and protect the kids instead of putting these giant signs up saying this is a gun-free zone right. because that's it's painting a target on their back right and everyone's like well i don't want my kids to feel unsafe because like, she chose a different school initially right or he chose he she it but <laughs> chose a different they. school initially right they them <laughs> and then they had too much security she couldn't get in right so then she chose the lesser of the two, the vulnerable school. Right. And did that one. And it's like, 
they want to take guns away. They want to take all guns away. If it was up to them, we would have none. Which, but, why Why would they not want us to have guns? Right. They because they want shit us. that we're shooting each other in Chicago. Right. But but a school shooting happens in Nashville in a prestigious Christian school, and now they are bringing it all up again. Like, think about the logic behind yeah. that, because it's not... Oh, this makes me so mad. Yeah. I could go yeah. on. But, like, they, they want to take guns from everybody, but it's like... But you want to open the borders so the cartel and all these illegals can bring in these guns from across the border, sell them on the black market to criminals, and then you don't think... Like, look at Chicago. Chicago has one of the highest gun laws, laws like the most strictest gun laws, yeah, and they have the highest crime. So why do you think that is? It's because people are vulnerable there. Mm -hmm. People can't carry there. So therefore... They're targeted because they know right. if they go after them, like, what are they going to do to them? They they don't have a gun. Meanwhile, it's it's people in gangs mm-hmm. shooting at each other, killing innocent children, killing families, yeah. like, just walking around. Right. And these people aren't armed, like yeah. you said, or they're not expecting it. But, like, criminals don't follow laws. Like, killing people is not legal. Right. And I feel like people completely... Don't think about that when they yeah. think about, oh, it's the gun. It's Guns don't just fire. Right. Who's behind the gun? Right. Who's shooting and killing innocent people? Yeah. That is, that's what needs to be addressed. And and Marsha Blackburn, I think she's trying to bring that act back into Congress where it's like, I want to spend $900 billion and get every, these numbers could be wrong, but these, these schools, like get every school security. Well, think about how much we could have done that with all the money that we sent to Ukraine. Well, right. (laughs) But this has been brought up before and who shoots it down? Right. The Democrats. Mm -hmm. It's not the conservatives Mm -hmm. shooting this down. We, we believe that people can have guns and right. you can be a responsible gun owner. It's the Democrats that truly cannot fathom. Mm-hmm. Well, they have to send money to Ukraine because that's their mon- money laundering right. <laughs> cesspool. That you know that they're that's a whole nother <laughs> topic. But oh my God. they are more pro Ukraine than they are America. And it's like you've sent all that money over there to protect their borders, their people, and mm. you haven't done a damn thing in the in America to protect our borders and our people right. from crime. In well, fact, you've opened the border and allowed fentanyl to come in and destroy American lives. Well, and they've, they've shifted the narrative to now you can't say, I want closed borders because now you're a bigot. Oh, right. Like, right. you're anti-American. This isn't what the country was founded right. on. Like, fuck off. Yeah. I want secure borders. Exactly. Like, what, how does that make me exactly. a bad person? Meanwhile, we're paying for Ukraine to secure their border. Like, yeah. give me a break. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're bringing these people into our country because they think that these people are going to vote for them. Right. But these people are coming from communist countries. Right. So they don't want communism. So they're really kicking themselves in the ass, which is funny because they're just stupid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. So... I'm on YouTube. This is kind of off topic, but no, it's actually, it's really funny. I get this comment today on a video about shapewear, okay? Like literally like Spanx type clothing. She says, you are great. One suggestion with all of the gun violence today, I'm trying to avoid saying, pull the trigger on buying. Maybe an option could be flip the switch or question mark. 
Like, this is the problem if you have snowflakes like <laughs> oh Gail over here commenting on random YouTubers' videos that this... About shapewear. About saying pull the trigger to buy something or not is offensive. Like, give me a break. And this is this is where the politicians are just laughing at yeah. us. Because yeah, they're laughing at them because they brainwashed them. <laughs> oh. <still> recording. <laughs> is this still recording? Oh, it is. Okay, good. <laughs> Oh, no, they've just, like, dumbed people down, and then the people that they've dumbed down, they're standing in the background going, well, they're doing exactly what we wanted them to do. Exactly. And, like, let's keep pushing it. What else will they do? And I posted something yesterday because I don't even remember what it was on, but they were talking about, oh, how, oh, I, I know what it was. It was somebody chanting and, like, celebrating Trump's indictment. Ugh. And... I, I was like, these people literally don't even know why, like, what is going on. The Democrats have literally tried to blame him and indict him or impeach him or get him on anything. Any and everything. And they have failed at every aspect. They have <laughs> lied. They have cheated. They have done all the things to try to get Trump. And I'm like, these people don't even know why they don't like Trump. They only don't like Trump because they told them not to like Trump. Exactly. And I said, if you told them to stand on their head in their front yard because it would combat climate change, they would physically do it. <laughs> and I was like, and so many people were like, yes, that is so true. But I'm like, it is true. Like you could literally tell them to eat their own shit and they would do it. Right. If they There's thought it was going to combat climate change. <laughs> if you told them it was going to combat climate change, you'd be like, oh, wow. All right. Well, we're doing that. We're yeah. gonna we're we're gonna pass a law for that. <laughs> like the stupidity is. But it's it's what's sad is it's like, it's not like these people are assholes. It's not no. like they're bad people. They just truly believe the media. Yeah. And they don't dig deeper. I don't know if you saw the video yesterday of the. It was at the it was at the courthouse or the Capitol. I mean. In, ten, in Nashville, and they were wearing shirts that were covered in blood, laying on the ground, pretending to be dead. No. Mm-hmm. And like, they were for... For, for gun. Mm -hmm, making fun of the Nashville shooting. Yeah. Making fun of it? Mm -hmm. What was their... Like, wearing shirts that, like, bloody being like, oh, like, oh, I'm dead. No, we need to push gun laws. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Like, it was disturbing. I was like, what in the actual fuck is going... Like, you have to... Like, no sane person is going to do that. I would... I would never. Who would do that? But yet, if you look at our political beliefs, right. we're the assholes right. all the time. That's, right. that's, that's, we're only the assholes because we question their motive and we don't go along with their bullshit. Right. Like, we can see through it and that, to them, is a threat because yeah. we don't follow along. And the, their worst nightmare is for the population to be awake to all their bullshit because they have lied and manipulated and covered everything up. Like, so much shit from our childhood and, like, even the shit we learned in school mm -hmm. is so ass-backwards and completely the opposite of what we learned. Oh, totally. I saw these... It was a, this comedian. Whose page was it on? Like, Truth by Boss, yeah. She's, mm. like, the queen conspiracy she theorist. She is. She gets deep. Deep, deep. And, I mean, some of... The, a lot of what she says, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I can't even watch this yeah. right now. But she was talking... Okay, so it was a comedian, and he was like... I totally lost my train of thought. What was he... Oh, okay. He's like, imagine being... like He's like, oh, I will always choose to sit by the conspiracy theorist, mm -hmm. because these people are always right. And right. then he goes into the story. He's like, imagine you're at dinner with crazy uncle whatever, yeah. and he's talking about 
the president that was in the wheelchair, that they hid the fact that he was in a wheelchair. Like, his entire presidency, no one knew. And he's out here saying, like, I know for a fact that this man cannot walk. Yeah. And the media and everybody's perpetuating the lie that, yes, he can, and he's, like, fully able to and whatever. And he's like, look at... Look at the history books now. Like, yeah. they're acknowledging he was in a wheelchair, but yep. at the time, no one knew. Yep. And it's like, oh, that's such a good point. Yeah. Because it, they do. They change history. They yep. change the current history. Yeah, like, like, they're doing it right in front of our eyes right now with the whole, like, critical race theory in schools oh and, like, God. all this stuff. And, like, they're... <laughs> for example, like, look at California. Like, they're talking about paying... Every African-American in California, like $600,000 to reprimand them for, or to like give money back to them for slavery. Oh, yeah. Slavery didn't even exist in California. Right. (laughs) So like, what are you doing? Meanwhile, in California, they're taxing you for literally breathing, like anything you do. Yeah. I've had to leave that place. Yeah. It was such a mess. Yeah. It's so sad because they ruin these amazing places. Yeah. And people vote for them. Yeah. Because, like, God forbid, orange man bad. Right. Like, I even have some followers. Like, I don't... I truly don't know why they still follow me mm-hmm. at this point. Because yeah. they they don't agree with anything that yeah. I talk about. Yeah. But it's... I had one that was, like... I was talking about Gavin Newsom. And I'm like, yep. there's no way that dude won. No. Because there's so many conservatives no in California. Yeah. And, like, it's a huge farming yeah. state. Especially after, especially in this recent election. No, it, it, that was the one yeah, I was saying. Because, because he forced masks, he forced yep. business shutdowns, and I'm like... He forced schools to shut down for... Even half. if there were more liberals yeah. in California, there's no way they voted for him. Mm-mm. Most of them, I truly... I. it's what's it called Stockholm syndrome yeah where you like are obsessed with your abuser yep that I mean I don't believe that everybody's that stupid yeah I truly don't and she was like it's better than the alternative and I'm like what's the alternative yeah like and but then they call these elections two minutes after the right the time closes right but if a Republican is up they will not call it for three weeks mm -hmm. (laughs) like Make that make sense. And then you have, like, look at Arizona. Like, the, the people that... Bad? We're, like, going off. I, I mean, <laughs> my podcast, but... The, we can talk about this stuff, right? Am yeah. I going to get banned? Probably. Yeah. Probably, but you know what? We, we've, we've been banned we, before. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I've been shadow banned for four Three years. years. Four years now. <laughs> I don't even know what it's like to not be shadow banned. I know. But that's the thing. It's like, if the left was the ones being shadow banned... Like, it would be, they would be coming unglued. They would be unhinged over being silent. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, you've got these people out here like, oh, F Trump and F this and, you know, and I'm like, okay, whatever. You're clearly delusional about the whole thing about Trump. You just hate him because the media tells you to. But at the same time, look at what we're heading towards. Like, we're literally heading towards nuclear war. Do you... I'm like, do you understand the... Can you grasp the concept of what that actually means? Because if we go into nuclear war, we won't have anything left. We won't even be here. Right. (laughs) But that's the thing is people don't think beyond Yeah. They would rather have Biden getting us into nuclear war than admitting that Trump is, is better. Right. Because their pride, I guess, won't allow them to do that. But I'm just like... But why... Like, why? 
what is your pride about? Like, I'm, I'm not an Obama fan, but I can acknowledge that he's a great speaker and he, mm -hmm. you know, I could at least, I mean, that's all I have that's positive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, but like, but he he's not even president. writing his own speeches, but he's exactly. good at, he's good at relaying the message and he comes across as like, that he so, that he cares. Yeah. But really, like he doesn't give a shit. But right. but now we have. So then we went from that to mean tweets, which yeah. I I think that's the other thing that people need to realize about us is like I don't love his tweets. No, like, it's it's horrible watching that where you're just like, please stop because yeah. they already hate you and you're giving yeah. them ammunition yeah. and it sucks. But it's like okay, mean at least tweets. he's transparent. You never had to guess what he was thinking or what he was. Yeah. And and that's why we had peace with other countries because they knew he there was no bullshit there. Right. It was literally black and white, no shades of gray. They were scared of him, yeah. And that's exactly what we need. Right. Like they were allies to us, which yeah. is great. Right. But they knew not to fuck with us, exactly. Because he flat out told them, "If you fuck with us, we will hit you harder than you've ever been hit." Right. And we won't hold back. And, and they, and no they one knew he wasn't lying. Him. No. But now we have but now You can't talk. You can't walk. <laughs> like He trips up and down. The, he literally <laughs> fell down the stairs. Like, he's fallen up the stairs. How many times? <laughs> I'm like... I feel bad. Like, I, the thing with Biden I is... I feel like it's just, honestly, like, geriatric abuse at this yes, point. Yes, Like, exactly. just get him out. But Kamala is literally no better. She oh, just no. talks like... Where is she? I right. haven't heard from her in months. No. Like, but Where no. is Hunter? That's what I want to know. Right. <laughs> and that that's the thing. To everyone that's listening that is, like, pro all these people somehow, like, I genuinely, yeah. I can't even fathom how it could be at that point. Yeah. I, like, is it just that you can't admit that you made a mistake? Because, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Like, look at yes. us now. Like, yeah. We I, are literally in a mess. <sighs> yeah. It's bad. This podcast episode, <laughs> we just went hard. But I mean, okay, so the okay, the whole thing with the shooting this week because it's such a touchy subject. I did a, yeah. a thing because I like to go on rants on my yeah. stories yeah, and I get really riled. You, yeah, we yeah. both do. Yeah. If you guys like my rants, you'll love hers. Yeah. <laughs> she gets even more riled up than me. I use all caps and yeah. lots of exclamation points. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan's like, babe, can you just like pull back on the exclamation points? Can you like not write everything in capital letters? I'm like, not just trying to get the point across. <laughs> you, you do get your point across for sure. I feel like I try to tiptoe around a lot of it, but I think you still can like yeah. see where I am yeah. with it. But yeah. I mean, after this, y'all will know. But what was I talking about? Oh, the thing this week. So I did a poll in my stories and I was like, because someone asked me, I love your opinion on politics in the news. Like, I want to know where you yeah. stand with gun laws. And she was saying, I think that gun control should be heavier and, yeah. like, you know, like, ban assault rifles. And right. it's like, the assault rifles aren't a thing. Right. It's a, it's a coined term by the media. It's an AR-15. Mm -hmm. AR does not stand for assault rifle. Yeah. And it's like, think of it as, like, a name brand, like Dior. That's right. literally what AR-15 Right. Is. Right. But now it's an assault rifle and it's like actually it's a semi-automatic. Right. And you can have handguns that are semi-automatics. Like it's not a gun. It's just a crazy looking gun that looks like it could only be used in the military. Right. But it's not. Like the things that make it look crazy are not right. any scarier <laughs> yeah. than anything else. 
Exactly. And But people aren't familiar with guns. They don't know. And so she was like, I want to know your opinion. So I did a poll, and I'm like, should I cover this on stories, on podcasts? It's too soon, or no, I'm not interested. And the majority said on stories, and I just decided no. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But... I, so many people want to hear Mm -hmm. these opinions. Yeah. I had somebody ask me too, like, can you talk about like the attack on, on Christians? Like in the shooting, like, can you say something about it? Because that's literally what it was. And we need to talk about that. Like, and I think it's, I mean, to us, it's extremely obvious that there is a full blown war on Christianity Mm -hmm. in this world right now. Yeah. And it's so it's it's honestly just it makes me sick that the evil that is among us but it also just makes me sad and like mad like we used to do we used to say the pledge of allegiance every day before school we were so patriotic yes when we were kids and, and we like loved now, america like and you know like trump used to say you know pretty much after every single speech he would say you know god bless america mm-hmm. How many times has Biden said that in his entire career? Yeah. <laughs> Probably a lot before the last eight years. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. you know, it used to be a thing. It was cool to be patriotic yeah. and love America. Yep. And, and now, now it's, it's people, it's a joke to people. And and you hear all these people like, I'm going to move to these other countries. Everything's mm-hmm. better over there. Yeah. Like, and people talking about wanting to move to Italy. Like, mm-hmm. Italy, Italians can't get jobs. Yeah. These people are depressed. Yep. They're, they go through so much shit they're miserable and yeah. no one talks about that. Right. But it's like, like anybody in America, that's an American citizen that yeah. like you, you will be, never have it better than you have it here. Never. Even with all the shit that's happening right now, yeah. like we are so lucky to be yeah. in America. Like, look at all the people that have come over here from like Cuba mm-hmm. and like Venezuela and they're like, <laughs> right. what? Like, well, do you not see what is happening in America? Like, this is straight communism. Like, they are trying yeah. to rush in communism into this country and make it a third world country. Right. Like, we escaped that and came to America for freedom because America is the beacon on the hill. Like, we set the tone. Right. We are the freest country in the whole world. Like, to say, to try to act like you could go somewhere else and have it better. Sure, go ahead, try. Try. I will, I will come to your home and I will help you pack your shit and go. Right. But, like, <laughs> you will be begging to come back, I promise. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, a little bit of gratitude for this amazing country. Right. Because, I mean, truly, people yeah. do flee. Yeah. They, they just take their advantage. lives to mm-hmm. come here and get out of where they live because it's horrible there. Yeah. And, and if America falls, the whole, the world, whole world falls. Yeah. And, 100%. and people talking about like healthcare and all that, like Canadians come to America mm-hmm. to get surgeries done because they cannot get them in Canada. Yeah. And yeah, they have free healthcare, but like, if, if, fuck, of course it's free. You can't get anything. Right. Exactly. It's, I'm, people just don't dig into what it no, actually They just look means. on the surface and they're like, oh, I'm going to go there because it would be so much better. Right. Or we should be like them. And right. it's like, no, trust me. Right. I mean, we saw what Trudeau did during COVID with the vaccines and every. I mean, it was horrible. Yeah. Like literally freezing truckers' bank accounts because they were protesting. Yeah. Your BS. Right. Like, <laughs> right. It's just crazy to me. I'm like, could you imagine if our bank accounts were frozen? Because, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. Obviously, oh, ours will be frozen first. Yeah, right. (laughs) I would not put it past them, but it's like that is just a that that is such a violation 
mm-hmm. of our rights. Like, yeah, you can't you can't get much worse than that. No. And to think that people are like okay with that happening, I'm like, only. But it's one side. Like right. it's funny because the conser- like as a conservative, I don't want that to happen to no, you. No, I don't like. like no. I, I I might not agree with what you're saying, right. but we have the First Amendment. Yeah, you're allowed to say whatever shit you want. Right. You're not the one being silenced. Right. It's you silencing us. Right. And 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 like so that's the thing with like people saying it's too soon to talk about the Nashville shooting, yeah. where it's like. You guys, I I know it's an extremely horrible tragedy, but we have to talk about these things, right. and we exactly. can't just jump into saying we need gun laws and we yeah. need we, we need, need a solution. We do need solutions, but yeah. like right, just going jumping to the solution of like oh we're just gonna take away guns from American people. That's never going to happen. Like y'all can no. try to make that happen all day long, all day, every day. It's not going to happen. Right. But because that is our right, that is our constitutional right. The only way that would happen is if we went to, to war, we lost, and they abolished the Constitution, which that's what they're trying to do. But that's <laughs> not going to happen either. Yeah. Um, so it's just not even like, it's not even realistic. Like, no. let's be honest. But there are so many other solutions that we could be trying. We're not trying anything. We're literally not doing anything. We're just sitting here bitching about it. Fighting with each other. Right. Yeah. Which is exactly what they want. They just want us. They want the country divided. They want, you know, one side screaming at the other and vice versa. And it's like, why don't we try to put secure... Why don't we try to put retired veterans? Like, they would do it. Right. And I even saw where someone was like, some, some private schools are saying, if you're a parent... And you want to volunteer to do security, security yeah. then we won't charge you a, we like, won't charge you like the tuition. Fee. Yeah, tuition. Right. You'll get free tuition and you can just help protect the school. Yeah. Okay. Right. Why aren't we doing that? Like, so it would be better than, exactly. And there's so many retired military that, you know, like, they could easily, and they would, they would jump at the opportunity. Oh, for sure. And the way that we treat our veterans is disgusting. Oh, disgusting. And if we could give these people a purpose mm-hmm. and, like, something that they can be proud of yep. and people, like, a community. I think that's one thing Steve always talks about is people don't have communities anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, the church community is yeah. strong. And yeah. people that have a church, like, they still believe in that community. And yeah. Like, but a lot of people don't have that, and they've made it where it's not necessary mm-hmm. like you can sit online you can attack people all day you yeah. can do whatever you want and it's like you have to you have to have a community yeah and they've neglected the veterans yeah people need community right now they need yeah. us to rally around them and support them and it's like a joke yeah like homeless people get more like homeless people on drugs that aren't veterans get yeah. more love than like our actual veterans that fought to keep us safe yes. yeah but so i kind of want to so like people that continue to keep their heads in the sand Mm -hmm. like what do we do about that because they sit and watch our stories and they thank us for doing the research but then they get mad at us because we're talking about things they don't want to see online right and it's like there's this weird like tightrope that we're trying to walk where it's like i don't i can't like i've been sharing this stuff since 2020 yeah and if you're not like it's not just something that you're going to get on the surface. Just like I was telling you earlier, like with posting the Trump indictment and being like, yes, let's go. Like this is, this is funny because we know what that means, but like nobody else knows what it means. And people are coming to me and being like, how is this a good thing? Like 
this is only a good thing if you don't like Trump. And I'm like, no, no. because you're looking at they don't know the legal look, system. Exactly. I'm like, first of all, you don't you haven't done your research on this entire operation basically is what it is Mm -hmm. Um, and then secondly if any judge has been paid off or is not going to look at any evidence that trump tries to put into into the record Mm -hmm. because they're paid off to, to look the other way right but if you indict somebody then what does that do that opens up an avenue for him to present evidence and that evidence isn't going to be against him. It's going to be against the people that are pushing to indict him right. for shit that they did. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's hard to, I don't know. I just, I don't think people, they don't want to open their eyes to no. it because they liked, we liked our life in 2019. Yeah. Like things were easier yeah. and people weren't as yeah volatile. And people are always saying like, I want it to things go back to the way they were. Well, even when they were, when we thought that they were good, they weren't good. Right. We were just blind to all the shit that was going on back then. Mm-hmm. Now, because of Trump, he's he's shown everybody all the corruption and all, like, everything that we're up against. Yeah. And so now, like, once you're awake to all of it and you can see it so clearly, you can't unsee it. Right. And that's where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I've been a conservative since high school, which yeah, is very same. unpopular. Yeah, <laughs> even like I wanted to go to a conservative college, which yep. I did. Yep. And it was a, such a better college experience than yeah. what my friends went to. Oh gosh, yeah. But it it's interesting to hear like when people start paying attention to this stuff because for me I've always been very passionate about it and mm-hmm. then I have friends that like don't even think about it. Right. And I'm like, what is that life like? Like yeah. I would love to not think about this right. every day. Yeah. But it's like I physically can't. I can't <laughs> because I know too much about all of it, and I'm just like, oh, I can't look away. It's literally like watching a train wreck. Yeah, and And it's kind of addicting. Yeah, (laughs) it is. It's gotten worse over the years. But now it's a lot easier to like comprehend it, just because we've we've been awake, I guess, to Mm -hmm. all of it for so long that now it's easy to pick things up and like. Like, the Nashville shooting, for example. Like, as soon as that happens, you immediately start questioning everything. Right. Because you're like, okay, well, how did she get in the school to begin with? Mm-hmm. Like, most front desk people have, like, like an emergency button or, like, a panic button that right. they can hit that will trigger to p- police. The girl at the front desk was not there. She had been on break. Um, like, you can look at pictures of the shooter from when she was walking around in the school to when they shot her from the body foot body cam footage, and her shoes are different. Yeah, she's So it's just, like, shoes. little things. Like, you just pay attention to little shit like that, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, what's this is not adding up. And then you have the lady coming in, like, just randomly walking up during a press conference and starts speaking. Taking and, the mic from right, the Right, and, like, reporter. giving an interview, and she just happened to be in Nashville on vacation visiting her sister, but she was also at the Park City Mall shooting. Right. And then she was in pictures with Nancy Pelosi, and it's like, she was in D.C. lobbying for gun control, and I'm like, okay, you just have to put two and two together and go, something is off. Right. <laughs> yes. Like, I, no, I nothing totally... is adding up. So, and the other weird thing is, is there was a shooting in Denver last week. Yeah. 
Yes. Why nobody, is no one talking about that? CNN, like, I think posted an article on it, but it never had news coverage. There was only one article. Yeah. And then there was a shooting in Nashville again on the oh, 25th yes. at Red Door. At the bar, yeah. Yes, at Red Door Saloon in Midtown. So No news coverage. Nobody no. heard of it. There was literally one article on it. Right. So, so I guess our point in saying these things is, like, if you aren't fully awake yet to the shenanigans that the government would pull like yeah i do believe that they would have people killed to push oh, their own agenda 100%, and it's yeah. disgusting yeah but you have to question why is this one getting so much attention why isn't the other one yeah like if guns are so bad why isn't everyone talking about everything everywhere yeah and like very convenient that that woman was there like yeah. some of the things just aren't adding up and i'm not saying that it's not an extreme tragedy yes but 100 percent calling for gun laws and giving our government full pass to mm-hmm. do whatever they want yeah whenever they want like the government these are the people doing this shit right in my opinion and right i think that's the other thing is like these are obviously... and they work for the American people, which the American people have no say right. in anything that they do. No. Like we could go, for example, like we could go to the courthouse and like like I have a friend that works for a Republican senator. I think she's a senator in Nashville, and like or she's a republic. She's a representative, but I mean I could go up there and like beg her all day long to do something, but at the end of the day, like. They're going to write the bills that they want to write. And I, I just feel like some way, somehow, it needs to change to where they propose something, but we get to vote on these things versus just expecting these people to make the right choice for us. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Like the House, like Congress, like they pass bills and vote on them and they have representatives that represent us and the states, but it's not like we physically get to get involved in it. You know, like we could call them and beg them and tell them a hundred times like, Hey, don't pass this law or Hey, don't pass that law. And yeah, they might take it into consideration, but how do we know that? Well, but then they have their lobbyists paying them and fighting for other shit. It's so corrupt that like, so that's one thing. Is this still recording? Yeah. So that's one thing I like about like when McCarthy, when Mm -hmm. they were like, we're not electing you. Yeah. Like we don't want you. You are, you you're you're a rhino yeah which a rhino is republican in name only yeah and unfortunately there's a lot of them oh in a lot yeah our government but they really fought for a few things and one of the things that they fought for was like single bills mm-hmm. where it's like you don't get to have a bill with a bunch of random shit thrown in because right. all the lobbyists it's called pork when they mm-hmm. add in all this extra oh, yeah stuff. and then they go in at two o'clock in the morning into the middle of the night without telling anybody yeah and pass these laws right. just like they did have, with the omnibus bill two they, days to read a four thousand page <laughs> document bill and and like have you ever read Oh a my bill. god. It makes you want to shoot your brain. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever read a bill, it makes you I mean, it's so hard to read. Yeah, like it'll just put you so to sleep. Much. It's so much. And like they they jam stuff into it. Yeah, that's like, called pork. Right. So if you ever hear anyone talking about pork, yeah. that's what it is. And it's it's bullshit like that that gets stupid laws enacted and they're spending our tax dollars but that's the thing with the trump stuff is like these are our tax dollars yeah why don't you ask 
the people, if we want to waste our money on Ukraine, on Trump, yeah, <laughs> or on, on Ukraine, Ukraine yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we don't. No. We, at the end of the day, I'd so much rather every single school on the planet have security to yeah. protect from mental health issues yep. than... So, because all they're doing with mental health is just over-medicating people because, again, it ties back to Democrats right. <laughs> because they're so involved with Big Pharma and mm-hmm. they get they get a cut of that and Big Pharma looks out for Big Pharma. Is it just it's, Democrats? I feel like it's... Well, everyone. I feel like rhinos <laughs> definitely are in that too, but yeah. a majority of it I feel like is Democrats that push that because like, you can look at like different things that like people vote on and there was they just passed some bill oh it was the one to end covid oh yeah the, oh and the and, like, national emergency voted against it yeah and every single one of them was a democrat i'm yeah. like how about we just split the country in half and y'all can go on one <laughs> side of the country and like do your bullshit while the rest of us live on the other side and are happy and we don't have to deal with you right <laughs> that would True. be ideal it really would at this point, I'm just like, oh, I'm I, over it. I saw this thing where it was like, it was a marriage therapist on TikTok. And one of the things was like, you can't have a successful marriage with someone that you don't like agree with politically. Yeah. And people in the comments were like, this is so true. Like yeah. it used to be fine. Like you used yeah. to be able to coexist with these people, but they've made it to where you are so polarized on everything yep. and it, it's who you are as a person now it's not just your beliefs yeah and it's like oh it's wow that's really true yeah even like friendships oh friendships. i mean yeah like i had well she's not necessarily she wasn't my friend she was friends with my boyfriend but they like unfriended me and like completely i don't want to say attacked me in a bar but like verbally was like calling me out, I guess, in a way, like talking about me to everybody at the table. And I didn't know what was going on. And I was like, what the hell's going on? I feel like she's talking about me. And then Ryan, my boyfriend was like, is there something wrong? Like, do we need to talk? And she was like, yeah. And like, they went off into the corner and he was like, what is your deal? And she was mad because I was pro-life. Wow. And literally unfriended us. She, they'd been friends with Ryan for seven years before I even came with the picture And I knew that they were liberals and I've never said anything. I've never even brought up politics around them. Yes, I post on my page, but that's my page. That's my platform to say and do what I want. Right, right. If you don't like it, just mute me. That's fine. I don't care. Right. But to You're not allowed to have your own beliefs anymore. And I'm like, I told Ryan, I was like, I am done watering down who I am and like my beliefs and my morals and my values to fit into someone else's bubble version of me that they want me to be exactly I'm like no I'm not doing that I don't care if I lost every single friend and I had two left at least they would be loyal as fuck right (laughs) and not like (laughs) I I wouldn't have to tiptoe around you like Mm -hmm. I'm just not gonna do that I'm not I have no patience or time for people like that no and so my whole thing is with the left is they take things too far Mm -hmm. like Okay, you can be pro-choice or pro-life, right. but now you're saying you're allowed to kill babies up until it's born, Full like term, after it's yeah. born yeah. in some places. But then and you want to rally for gun laws to save kids. Yeah, right. But <laughs> like, it's like, it's, it, make I, that. 
it's like, okay, where's the common ground here? Like, why can't you say, okay, if this baby would be viable outside of the womb, mm-hmm. then that could be where this conversation ends. But right. if this baby could be born and survive, right. there's so many... And you many, don't want it? Fine. Put it up for adoption. Right. There's so many women and families that, can't have that would kill to have your baby. Yes. And But instead, you're going to kill it after it's already been born alive. Like, yep. that's the shit where it's like, they take it... Yeah. Too far. And I don't think that this is every liberal. I think no. that I think the liberal, the super far left is mm-hmm. what's the word I'm thinking of? Where they're making it to where people are being pushed into the middle where they're like, I can't even identify with you anymore. Yeah. Like I can't relate. Yeah. You you take things too far. Mm-hmm. Like saying you can't acknowledge what a woman is. You're having women in ads for tampons and bras. Right. Right. Like this isn't this isn't a joke. Like right. women exist. We're real. We're athletes yep. and you're taking over our sports. Right. And, and it's like you're taking it too far. And this doesn't has has nothing to do with trans rights. Right. It's like let's talk about women's rights. Right. Let's talk about just And they say that because they are trying to ruin women because women are the heart of households. Yeah. Like we have babies. Like they want population control. And you can't say that that's not true because they've physically said it out loud. They talk, they about, talk it. about it all the time. Right. Like, if you listen to the WEF and, like, all the shit that they do at their, their stupid... Their oh, economic... Uh, what, what is economic that thing? For, or, uh, summit. Yeah, or, their summits that they fly their million-dollar jets to but then yell at us about climate change like and how yeah. we need to drive electric cars. But, oh, like, my God. You, Which, the electric car argument... Right. No, exactly. You have to know who's harvesting for these batteries and then how toxic the batteries are for the environment at the end of the day. Like, they they just, like, choose to ignore... And the... the Like, the... The boxes are like the, oh gosh, I don't even know what you call them. The big things at parking garages and stuff that power those chargers yeah. for cars. Mm-hmm. They're huge. They put off so much right. like radiation and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> you want to put those in the environment, but you don't want cars. Like we've been, we've had cars in the world for how long? Right. And like, you want to pretend like we're going to be like y'all said we were going to be underwater by 2020 well (laughs) that did happen we're still here like you're saying all the ice is melting and like the beaches are going to they're disappearing well they're not no (laughs) well there's a dude back in was it the 80s that came out with cars that can run off of water Mm -hmm. like literal water yeah don't need any gas anything and he mysteriously died like, give me a uh-huh. break. These people just randomly die yeah. all the time. Yes. When they're doing shit that would get in the way of lobbyists An agenda, yep. and big oil. And, I mean, you guys, it's it's just like... Someone posted, they were talking about, it was all about the oil and the, n- cutting off the pipeline. And they're like, they actually <laughs> said, it was, a, it was a liberal, and they actually said, well, Biden cut off the oil because our oil in America is bad. So you'd rather ship it <laughs> what? overseas? I was like, from other countries. Who told you this? Like, where are you getting your information from? First of all, you know what I love to do with these people is they like, don't know. No, I, I say, <laughs> where, where's your source? I'd love to read more about this. Yeah, and yeah. I, you don't attack. And them. it'll be like the Atlantic. Like, <laughs> right. <I'm> like, wow. <laughs> say less. <laughs> 
say less. Just stop right there. <laughs> I totally interrupted you about something. I'm sorry. Oh, what were we, I, I forget. Remember. But I mean, we could. I think you get the point. Yeah. <laughs> we could go on and on and on and on. But yeah. okay. So when you first got here to my house, we were talking about. I just started the elimination diet today. Yeah. So I'm drinking. I can't have caffeine. <laughs> Let me just tell you guys what I can't have. So imagine my life for the next 21 <laughs> days. I can't have gluten, dairy, beef, pork, alcohol, sugar, caffeine. And then on Tuesday, I find out if I'm supposed to be avoiding certain fruits and vegetables too, which yeah. I will literally kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> but So she comes over and I'm like, do you want one of my warm waters <laughs> with honey and cinnamon? Because that's and what I'm I walk in with my Starbucks lemonade. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> but you said that, so you cut out beef. Why did you cut out beef? So, or all me. I did really. it. Yeah, I did it two years ago because I started working out a lot, and I just always felt like red meat. I love red meat. I loved. I love filet mignon. I love hamburgers. I have loved hamburgers. Like honestly, they say you are what you eat. Like I'm surprised I didn't turn into a hamburger. I would have <laughs> one probably every single day as a kid, and then when I like was older, obviously, I was like I have to have a burger a week. Like I just have to because I love hamburgers, and. You're probably but low red, on iron. Your body's right? like, please. I know. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, I just need to. I would, I was eating, and it was just, it was making me sick. Like every time I would eat it, like I would have to go to the bathroom, like immediately after I would eat. Like if we were going out to dinner and then like out downtown or doing something after, like I would get anxiety because I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom at the bar. Like it's gonna be bad. Oh. And so it was just make me like so sick to my stomach. It would make me so bloated and almost like lethargic feeling. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. So I gave it up for two weeks and I did, I just went plant-based. So I gave up dairy. I gave up red meat. I ate only plant-based meat. Eggs? Gave, I gave that those up too. And then I was doing like protein pasta, like the Bonza, uh-huh. which I think it has like 20 grams of protein in it. I so I was getting my, today yeah, Costco. it's so good. <laughs> it is good. I like it. But I was getting protein that way. And then I was eating like plant-based sausage. It's like made from like apples and like just like different potatoes and different stuff like that in it and I did it for two weeks and then I went to Fifth and Broad to do a photo shoot for blogging and I met Kelly there and we went to she was like oh let's go to Shake Shack (laughs) and I was like shit (laughs) so I was like all right well I'm gonna have a burger because it's been two weeks and I'm just gonna see what it does Mm -hmm. I ate that burger and I felt so like I was driving home and I could hardly keep my eyes open wow I felt so bad. I went straight home and slept for like three hours. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Like I'm done. It was, ju- it just made me, I, I had no energy. And when I was not eating it, I, w- I was getting up for the gym. Like I had, I was lifting more. I just felt better. I was sleeping better. And it made me lo- It made me tone quicker because mm-hmm. I didn't have all that. Like red meat is an in- inflammatory. Yeah. So I didn't have all that extra like inflammation and stuff. And I was, wow. I just toned super fast. And, and then it just got hard because I felt like I was just having to eat the same things over and over. And like, I'm just not a creative cooker. Mm-hmm. Like I want easy. And like, I, I'm like a air fryer <laughs> connoisseur. <laughs> so I just want to, I want easy. I want to be able to just like throw myself in the air fryer and so now I'll eat chicken and I'll eat fish. Like I'll get crab cakes and stuff from like Publix. And I eat some dairy, but I don't eat a lot. I, I barely eat cheese. I will eat eggs, mostly egg whites. And um, 
but I love Mexican. So anytime we go to the Mexican store, like I don't need a ton of queso, but Ryan always gets it. So I'm like, have to have some. Yeah. But I try to just be like more conscious with what we eat. Like we go, like even the other night we went to dinner at the goat and I wanted, I had my heart set on a chicken, buffalo chicken wrap. And then I saw where you could substitute the buffalo chicken for buffalo cauliflower. Oh, cool. So I did a cauliflower wrap and it was so good. Nice. So I don't yeah. know. I just like, I get creative like that. But uh, honestly, I haven't missed red meat. That's it. Thing, it has made you, me feel so much better. You lost a decent amount of weight. Yeah. Like, and I've maintained were... it. Like I gained a little bit back, but I wasn't working out as much as like I was before and as much as I am now. Yeah. In the middle. So I kind of like fell off the wagon for a little while, like in the fall, winter time. Mm-hmm. And then I got back on and it's just easier. Like, I don't know. I just I yeah. feel better. I have more energy. Okay, I'm so glad I talked to you about this because I would give... I, it's like over gluten. Like mm-hmm. So the reason I'm doing this is because I've been gaining weight rapidly, like especially after my pregnancy. Yeah. It, my body is like out of whack. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, like I don't want to be like this. Like I, yeah. my joints hurt. Like I don't, it, I don't have like the run to the bathroom thing yeah. that a lot of people experience. Yeah. But I do have pain, and yeah. I'm like, I don't want to live like this, but if I could just give up red meat, right. I'd be so happy. Yeah. Like, fine. Yep. Yeah, because, but. like, I'll eat mahi. Like, if we go to out to dinner, like, I'll get mahi or, like, crab cakes or fish tacos or something like that. Mm-hmm. Fish never bothers me. Like, I could, it's just so lean, like... And even Ryan's like, why don't you try like bison? Because oh, bison yeah. is super lean. And, or like I can burgers. have that on my elimination really? diet. I can have bison. Yeah. Okay. So you should try it. I should try it because I feel like I, he's like, you could do burgers and stuff with it. It's super lean. It's healthy for you. Yeah. So you can have gluten. Yeah. Like, that's so interesting. But I am lactose intolerant too. So oh. that's why I don't eat a lot of dairy. Like I cannot eat ice cream. If I eat ice cream, I am in the bathroom within like five minutes. <laughs> So, I am miserable, but my grandmother is the same way. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. When I was in my early twenties, I was briefly engaged, and <laughs> I mean, I, I I should do a whole episode just about that. But he, every time we would go out to eat, he would li- leave me sitting at the table, and he would go to the bathroom for like thirty minutes every freaking time, and I was like, What's going this? on? So he probably had lactose or like yeah. something. Yep. But speaking of, so, okay, this is one of the things I really admire about you is you broke up with a guy, like they were building a house together. They were like, it was, they were on the fast track to like marriage, family, everything. And you broke up with him and you were just like, I'm out. Yeah. So like, can you share that? Because I feel, because you were what, 36, 35? Uh, This 2021. So yeah, 36. Okay, so yeah. like you guys imagine that. Like you yep. are I, I feel like women in their mid thirties mm-hmm. start to get real scared where they're yeah. like, I just okay, I want this, this so I'm gonna me? settle. Yes. So I'm going 100%. to hundred percent. Yeah. And, and honestly I talked about this, like I shared I, I took a few months by myself and then I shared what happened because everybody was asking me like I was sharing like our home build. Mm-hmm. And so then everyone started asking me like, "Hey, what happened with the house? <laughs> like you just like quit cold turkey yeah. like sharing and like you're not living there. So what's going on?" And so I finally like came out and told it and I can't tell you how many people messaged me that that they were like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going through the same thing, but I'm just like scared to leave. Like how did you do it?" And honestly for me, so We were together four and a half years and it just, you know, he was a pilot. He was gone a lot and 
we just didn't have like, I don't know, you you think, you, you tell yourself like, I just want to be in a relationship that's like healthy and good and like, I'm a super touchy, like, like touching and is my like, the, the physical touch yes, is your love language. Like that is my love language. Yeah. Like I love physical touch. I love like being out in public and like I, PDA does not bother me at all. Like mm-hmm. I love that because I just feel like, and Ryan is that way, but my ex was not that way at all. And so, so we were together four and a half years. We were complete opposites. Like if you know anything about the Enneagram, he was a one, which is a reformer. And I was a seven, which is like happy, go lucky, like always life of the party, like just always bubbly, like spontaneous. He was a planner, like Donald mm-hmm. Trump is a reformer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like just very like businessy, like planned, like you have your shit together and I'm just like spontaneous, like whatever, just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Like we were, and I'm very extroverted. He's very introverted. And so that kind of like in the beginning, it didn't bother you. You know, they say opposites attract and I get that, but it, I don't feel like opposites last. Yeah. Like it's great for a while, but then those differences start to become hard. And especially when you get comfortable in a relationship, you know, it, you just, it's, it's hard to find things you have in common and share those, those things. Mm-hmm. So he was gone a lot. I was home, which that didn't really bother me because it just kind of like gave me time to like watch my shows that he doesn't want to watch. And like, mm-hmm. just, you know, I can take a bubble bath and like, I don't have to worry about like, he's not there for dinner. So I can just, it, it that part didn't, wasn't hard. The hard part got to where like, there was no, I don't want to say there, there was no physical touch. There was no like, I don't know. Like we said, we loved each other, but I, I didn't feel like love like at all. And like you're saying it and you're going through the motions and you're like living through, cause we lived in a house before we started building and we lived there for like three years and we moved in together with each other like six months after we started dating and then lived there for like three years. And then would you do that again? Do you live with Ryan? Yeah, you do. Yeah. We just moved in together. Yeah. Yeah, But you've been together for a long time. We've been together for a year. Yeah. Yeah. And it's totally different. Like, yeah. uh, like I love, but our relationship is like, we are like literally the same person. Like we have, we're both Sagittarius. Like we're, he, he has to be a seven on the Enneagram too. Like we are literally identical. And he always says like, when I, if like we're bickering about something, he'll be like, I always feel like I'm bickering with myself because <laughs> we act and like want the exact same things. Oh, I love and that. so we like know how to communicate to each other because we would want someone to communicate with us the same way. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy. And I feel like that's how it should be. But with him, it was like, my personality was with my ex, over the top for him. He was more introverted, like kept to himself. And I'm like a social butterfly. So a lot of times my friends would be like, I just feel like when we're out and like doing stuff and like you're having fun, like he's trying to pour water on your personality to water you down, Mm. to make you who he wants you to be versus like accepting you for being bubbly, outgoing and all those things. Yeah. And so it got to the point where there was like no sex. There was no sex. There was no touch. There was no, like we weren't even like kissing. Like he would come home and like we would, I'd be like, oh, hey. And like we'd like peck or whatever. But 
he sat on one end of the couch, I sat on the other. Like, sometimes I would sleep upstairs, he'd sleep downstairs. Like, oh, wow. it was just to the point where I was like, this is, when he was gone, I was happier than when he was home. And it was just starting to get to where I, I was really, it was like really weighing on me. Mm-hmm. And I really started questioning, like, is this really what I want for myself? Like, yeah, I'm 36 and most people would settle because they're 36 and they're like, okay, am I really going to find somebody else? You know, mm-hmm. but you invested all that time. Yeah. You invested all that time. And like we had built, well, we didn't build that house together. We kind of did. Like it was in the process of being built when he bought it. And so we like got to pick out stuff for it and all that. But like we made that house a home and then we started building a second house in Mount Juliet. And this house, like we custom, we picked everything out. Like we picked the floor plan, we custom designed everything. It was top to bottom and it was so cool. (laughs) I loved it. And it just got, like the last two years we were together, like I really started working on me. Mm -hmm. And I really hadn't done that like since I had lost my dad. But I knew I was like, I don't know, something is just missing and I feel like I need to be doing more. So I started putting the work in. I started going to the gym all the time. And that was like my vice. And then I got into a really, really good place. And I was like, okay, I'm in a great place. Like probably the best place I've probably ever been in my life. Like my confidence level, like I felt good. My health was great. Like my job was good. Blogging was good. Like my friends were amazing. But something was still lingering inside of me that felt like it was just empty Mm -hmm. and so when I sat back and really like evaluated that I was like damn it's my relationship like how the fuck am I supposed to get out of this like when we're building a home together right you you have a dog together yeah we have a dog like we're building like the only thing we're not is married but we're practically like there Mm -hmm. and so we were supposed to close on our house like in the end of April of 2021 and I had gone home I had told him I sat down and told him like it it was just weighing on me so much that I felt like I was just drowning and I finally sat down and told him because I was getting ready to go to Illinois to, to visit my family for Easter and I said look like I'm just not happy like something's off and he kind of got upset and like teary eyed and was like what's wrong? Like, do you not want to move into the house? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I really just, and he was like, okay. Like, didn't really know what to say. And so I was like, I'm just going to go home. I'm going to visit with my family. I just need to get away and like clear my head without being here and like clouding my judgment and figure this out. And so I got home and it was like the best thing for me just to be like with my family. Mm-hmm. And I broke down to my cousin. I went into her room one night and I, and like me and my cousin, my cousin's like my sister. I went into her room and I just broke down and she was like, Oh my God, what's wrong? Cause like I had been showing them pictures of the house and I was trying to like mask it because I didn't really know. And I was trying to like pump myself up for it, but it just, it just wasn't there. Yeah. And so I told her and she was like, Oh my God, like what? Like (laughs) what? And I was like, I know. And she was like, listen, if you're not happy, then like you have to do what, whatever makes you happy. And I was like, you're right. So he texted me the next day and was just kind of like, Hey, like you good? Like haven't heard from you. And I just texted him back and I was like, I'm done. Like I, I'm done. Yeah. And he was like, he was like so angry, but 
But the thing is that was a confirmation for me is that he never once said to me, I love you. Like, I don't care what I have to do. Like, I want to make this work. It was, I just bought us a fucking house. Mm. It was all about the house. It was, nothing was about me. Ugh. And I'm like, that right there tells me everything I need to know. Yeah. And he was like, what do you mean? I'm good with how things are. And I was like, ew, you're good. I was like, like he was like, I'm fine. And I'm like, you're fine. I don't like, I don't want a man to say I'm fine with how things are. Like that's just comfort. And right. they're settling with me yeah. because we're building a house together and like, whatever. Ladies, don't ever settle, no matter how old you are. Like, one of my really good friends is going through it right now, and she's 40. Mm -hmm. And she's been with a guy for, I think, like, four or five years. They're from Minnesota. She moved to Nashville. He moved to Nashville a year, year and a half ago. And she's like, I, like I'm having to ask him to leave because as much as I'm like, hey, I'm 40, like, what the fuck am I doing? I would rather be by myself and live and do the shit that I want to do and be happy and live a fulfilling life than be stuck in a relationship that I am physically miserable in. Yeah. Like he lives with her. So she's like, I feel like I'm, I'm a, a victim in my own home. Like I'm a, I'm stuck in this bubble and I'm a prisoner Ugh. and like I'm walking on eggshells and I, and that's how I would have felt had I moved into that home. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to move into that home. Trust me. Like, I designed it. and It was everything that I wanted. But I'm like, is that really worth it? Right. Like, no. That house isn't going to give me anything. You know, like, it's a roof over my head, but it's not physically giving me fulfillment or anything. It's just a home. Mm -hmm. I can get that anywhere. Like, right. my apartment is more of a home than that house would have ever been to me. Yeah. And I'm, I just can't stress enough that, like, and yes, like, I did there. It wasn't all him. Like there were things I'm sure that I did and that I, nobody's perfect. Mm -hmm. Everyone does things. But if your heart is telling you like mm -hmm. you're not happy and, and you're trying to be happy and it's just not there, then it's easier to just walk away. And cause eventually you're going to find your soulmate. Like I met Ryan and I'm like, Oh my God, where have you been my whole life? Like right. literally like he's my best friend. Mm -hmm. And my ex has met someone and now he's engaged. And I'm like, great. That is, I'm happy for you. Like right. I'm, you know, whatever. But I just, I've never regretted that decision ever. Isn't that, it's so funny because when I broke up with my fiance, it was kind of the same thing where yeah. it was just like, I, I, I will divorce you. Yeah. Like this is not going to end well. Yeah. I'm miserable. Yeah. Like I was so unhappy. Like you're just going, like each day is just a day. Yeah. Like there's no intention to any day. You feel like you're like moving in slow motion and you're just getting by. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas you're not actually living. And then when you get out and you have that freedom and that weight lifted off your shoulders, you feel like you can be whoever you want to be. Mm-hmm. The sky's the limit. You, you're starting new. You're starting fresh, and that in itself is exciting, and that motivated me. Mm -hmm. I agree. I, I, but like I was, I like to be alone and yeah. single. Yeah. And so, well, I feel like when you can say that too. Like I told one of my other friends the other day, I was like, if you can say, I'm good by myself. Like I don't need a man. I would like a man, but I don't need a man. When you're not dependent on another man to bring you happiness and you look for that within yourself, you are already on a path 
that a lot of people haven't reached yet Mm -hmm. because so many people are codependent on other people. And it's like, no, that relationship is never going to work because you're relying on them for your happiness. Yeah. And if you can't give yourself happiness, then there's no way you can contribute to to being happy in a relationship with somebody. No, and you'll never be happy. And then if you're unhappy, you're going to blame them. And you can't blame other people for how you're feeling all the time. Obviously, if they're an asshole and they're doing things that are upsetting you, but like the person you live with, it should just be like easy. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get that resentment. And then once resentment sets in, Mm -hmm. then it's just toxic. Yeah. And it just goes downhill from there so so it's just easier to and it's better to just get out before that you know before because I mean I've been in abusive relationships in my past and that's when it started was when we resented each other so much Mm -hmm. that you don't value me you don't like be with someone who values you who makes you better like it's not about like I feel like so many, especially in today's world, and maybe it's just because, like, we're so deep into, like, social media and stuff. Like, I see people, like, marrying for money or, like, they have a standard. They're like, oh, well, this guy has to make this amount of money before Mm -hmm. I'll even, like, consider dating him. And I'm like, what? Like, you realize, like, money, that does not (laughs) buy you happiness. Like, I've had it and I was miserable. (laughs) And, like, I would rather live in a cardboard box and be happy making my own money than being reliant on somebody to be wealthy in order to live that lifestyle like that. Right. Like you, okay. So that you is have so nicer ass- things. Right. But like, but like when you die, exactly. None of that shit is matters. <laughs> right. Literally none of it matters. No. Like do something that you're humble, like that humbles you live your life, go on vacation, do whatever you want to do, but don't allow someone else to hold you back from that mm-hmm. and don't get in a relationship for the wrong reasons because that's never going to work out either. No. Like, eventually all those things are going to catch up with you. I fully agree. I feel like, so we both follow Corinne Tatum. Yes. I love her. So she, and she talks about this all the time because she met her husband who, Brandon Tatum, he was yeah. a police officer He's black, he's very conservative, and yeah. he speaks out on every, like, very, very interesting couple. Like, I yes. really like them. Yes. But she, her whole thing is, like, when I met him, he was broke. Yeah. Like, he had nothing. Yeah. And we built this empire together. Yeah. And that, I feel like, like, same thing with when I met Steve. Like, he was making $37,000 a year yeah. in his late 20s. Like, yeah. that's not, like, he was not who I thought I would marry ever. Yeah. But, like... We built our lives together. We supported each other. Yeah. And I feel like you can't, like, it's not how tall he is. It's not how handsome right. he is. It's not the stupid superficial stuff. It's right. like, do it's I the vibe connection. with them? Right. It's the connection. Yeah. Like, and do I believe in them? Yeah. I, I think that that's something that also helps prevent resentment is like, I knew Steve had so much potential yeah. to be something way more than what he thought he was. Yeah. And sometimes you need someone that's going to cheer you on. Yeah. Even when you don't believe in yourself. Like, that is the, that's the goal in a relationship. Yes. And I just think, like you said, where it's like, well, especially in your mid-30s where you're like, he definitely has to be making a certain amount right. of money. Men are not there yet. Especially right. if they haven't had a supportive woman next to them. Right. They might not be at their peak. Right. Exactly. Like, there's still so much time, so... Yeah. Yeah. Don't settle, ladies. No. No. (laughs) 
I agree. hundred percent. It, it will, to meet somebody that like values you in the way that like Steve values you or Brian values me and like we have fun together. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. And to think about how like we're so much alike, like he's never trying to change me or like he loves me for exactly who I am. Mm-hmm. In fact, he makes me want to be better. You know, like he's not, he doesn't try to water me down. I'm not too much for him. He just is like, no, you're my person. Like he saw me that like, and he works in the entertainment industry, downtown Nashville. So he sees people all the time. He sees girls all the time. And like there was something the about me. beautiful women you'll ever see. Yes. And he saw me <laughs> and, and picked me. Really? And you're, then, you're beautiful. And then, well, He's then, like, like, look at this hottie. <laughs> and he complimented my shoes in the elevator. Oh, And that then literally, <laughs> literally three days later, Heather and I went back downtown to go to a Christmas bars last Christmas. And we walk into Casa Rosa, Marina Lambert's bar. And Which you guys have to go to. It's so, it's it's really so cute. And he walks in, and it's his birthday. <laughs> walks into the bar, walks right up to me, and he was like, you're the girl that I saw the other night at Hampton. And I was like, what? And I just looked at Heather, and I was like, is he for real? <laughs> and she was like, what? And he looked at her, and he was like, I don't know your friend, but I'm going to marry her one day. Oh, And like God. he was like, I just knew like as soon as I saw you. And he's... He's a devoted Christian, and, like, he truly believes, like, it was fate. Like, we met at the exact moment that we were both ready to meet somebody. Yeah. Like, we met organically. Oh, like, look, I right? chills. <laughs> I know. Like, we met organically. Like, I did the whole online dating thing, and my gosh, it is so hard, especially in Nashville. It's because so hard. everyone you meet here is not from here. Mm-hmm. Even if you meet them on a dating site, these people come in town for the weekend and they're like on a dating site trying oh, to get a no. hookup. And I'm like, if you're looking for that, why don't you just meet someone at the bar and take them home? Like, why are Wouldn't you Wouldn't that on, be easier? Right? I'm like, why are you going through the <sighs> difficulty of like, you don't really know what they look like, like other than pictures. Like you haven't had a conversation with them when you could just meet someone at a bar, have a conversation, well, see them. And, and you're then, on vacation with your right. friends. And so what? You're going to like right. be on the hunt for this girl you right. met online to <laughs> right. like take her back to your bachelor pad. Right. Like, it's so weird. Odd. It is so weird. And I can't tell you how many people do that. And I was like, I'm done. I am done with this. I, I told Heather, I was like, I'm, I'm, I want to meet someone organically. I'm done with it. I don't care how long it takes. And it wasn't even probably a month, a month and a half later, <laughs> I met Ryan. Oh, my God. And I was I, like... Ugh. But I feel like you put it out there. And yeah. you're just like, it's going to come to me. And yeah. it did. Yeah. I'm I definitely big, manifested yeah, that. I'm afraid about it. I believe in manifestation. <laughs> yes. like, I had a list of what I wanted in a husband. And Steve was everything on that list. Yeah. And none of it had to do with money. It had... Yep. It was one thing... Okay, no. One thing did. I said, I want him to be financially smart. Yeah. Yeah. Because, it, like, if I was with a spender, I'd kill yeah. myself. Like, yeah. I couldn't do that. Yeah. But <laughs> besides yes. that, it was, yeah. Yeah. Is this still going? Yeah. <laughs> this is fun. This has been so fun. I feel like we just aired it all out. <laughs> so, if we didn't lose all of our followers yeah. after that. <laughs> if we have any followers left after this, we'll be good. <laughs> no, I feel like. I remember one day I posted, it was, oh my gosh, when was, it must have been like right before the election and I went to a Trump rally here in Nashville and I posted a picture with a Trump flag and I think I lost 500 followers that night. But like, I feel like I gained, like I lost followers, but then I gained followers back that I actually wanted. Mm -hmm. It was almost like a 
I'm like, oh, spring cleaning, here we go. Like, it was really, <laughs> it was. And it, so, it's really interesting because, like, you're mostly fashion. Yeah. And I'm mostly beauty. Yeah. And we dabble in both, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. like, when people start following you, like, you're, I mean, honestly, before 2020, people didn't really talk about politics no, online. Never. And it, it, I feel like things changed. And yeah. I've always been very outspoken. And yeah, I've always same. loved to talk about politics. Yes. Just never on my platforms. I was terrified to do it. I was like, I don't know what how this is gonna go. But I also feel in my heart like that I have to like I would be doing a disservice if I didn't tell people like what I know or like yeah put stuff out there, you know. And like right, we're called to whether you believed it or not. Like maybe it would just you'd see it and go. I'm hmm. going to think a little yeah. bit differently about this. Yes. I'm going to maybe dig in. Maybe I didn't hear about that happening. Or, yeah, I feel the same way where it's yeah. like if I can just wake people up yeah. and get them paying attention, yeah. you don't have to agree with everything I say. Right. I, and I think that that's like with following people online, you feel like you have to agree with them on yes. everything. And then the second they do something that pisses you off, you instantly are mad and you yeah. unfollow or you say something hurtful. Right. And it's like, no, yeah. I, like I don't have to agree with everything you say, right? And I think that that was, but getting to that point where we lost the followers, we took all the hate. Like, yep. I mean, I got a lot of hate from people yep. from San Diego, especially. I think you had issues with the same girl that this one girl that like targeted me from Nashville, Felicia. <laughs> I don't know mine. I don't, no, I didn't know her name. Okay, yeah, she was a girl from Nashville and like targeted me and like reached out to all of my brands that I was working with and yeah. tried to have me canceled. Same. I had someone do that to And me. I was like, real, simply because we, my views were different than hers, but she never followed me and she always would come to my page and put, give her insight, like on my stories. Like I'd post something and she'd come and argue with me about it. And I'm like, why following. are you even here? Like right. you don't follow me. And then recently I had another girl doing it and I, I feel like in my gut that it's her, but she's created a fake page. Mm-hmm. Because just like the way she talks, like she sounds just like the other girl. And like when I was building, when we were building our house, when we took a picture of the sold sign, she posted it like on TikTok and was telling people to come and like harass me. At, yes. And I was, I tried to get a restraining order on her because I'm like, that is, that's too far. No. Like you've crossed the fucking line. No. Like I'm done with you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's crazy. I haven't had that. Thank yeah. God. But. And so the other day when I posted something about like, the shooting in Nashville and I was like this is getting crazy but also like I'm so sick of people blaming it on guns as soon as it happens mm-hmm. I was like guns don't kill people these people are killing people and right. it it's all comes down to being mentally ill no sane person is gonna grab their gun and go shoot up a, an elementary school like right. it's just not gonna happen and she was she came to my page and like last time we I posted something and she came to my page she was like I'm done with you and I was like great stop coming to my page then like you're doing right. us both a favor and then here she comes with this and she was like I just had to come look at what you posted because I knew you'd post something stupid like this and Blocked. I was like why, why I was like I thought her? you were done with me like quit coming to my page if you don't <laughs> and then she was I was like it's it's a mental health issue and she had the nerve to say to me. Well, then I guess your dad was mentally ill, wasn't he? Whoa. And I literally was like, if you were standing in front of me right now, I would probably Punch knock your head off your face. shoulders. Yeah. Oh, no. Because I can take a lot of things, but that, I'm like, no. And then she was like, oh, I noticed Bates Boutique doesn't work with you anymore. And I was like, 
her models work for her. Like they work for her boutique. Like, of course, no, I don't model for her anymore, but like she's still a really good friend of mine. Right. And like wanted to, so that's what made me think it was her because I know she had reached out to like all the companies that I was working with and tried to have me canceled. And I was highly like (laughs) relevant on Bates's page and like working with Bates and like all that stuff pretty consistently at the time. What? But I was like, triggered. What? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, you were literally the epitome of an internet troll. Yeah. Like, so I finally just blocked her because I'm like, I'm done with you. Good. You have to. (laughs) Yes. They just, they'll just create a new page and come back. And I'm like, that's true. Oh my God. I like to, if they say something real dumb, I'll screenshot and post it on my Mm -hmm. stories. Like, that's my MO because, like, you're going to, yeah, if you have the balls to come here and, and do what you're doing right now, then I have the balls to post you and call you out on it. Right. Like, and I, I think it deters other people. Like, it's like a little reminder, like, yeah. oh, I should probably not talk shit to yeah. Lauren because, first of all, I think you guys have to know at this point, like, we don't care. Yeah. Like, we... No. <laughs> and, like, I don't go to other people's life. pages. Like, if I see somebody post something that I don't agree with, I don't go to their page and, like, send them a DM and tell them how wrong they are and how my view doesn't align with theirs. Right. I just simply go past it Next. and like exactly move on. But what happened to that? Like why can't people just do that anymore? I don't know. Now I have to now, know Because their entitlement to give you their unsolicited opinion, like they're just arrogant and they think that they're allowed to give their opinions, but we're not. Yeah. If we give our opinions and they get triggered like she did and then come at me with some traumatic shit that she doesn't can't even begin to understand. Right. Because she wants to use that as a bullying tactic towards me because she's freaking crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you're barking up the wrong tree. Like, Bye, Felicia. <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> I actually think I said that too because I was like, if it is her, then she's going to know that I know it's her. And if it's not her, then that's still like a well, phrase that I can say that's, and you know she's going to listen to this whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Thanks yeah. for the listen, honey. <laughs> Thank you for the engagement. Appreciate it. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. People are just crazy. No, they're crazy. And, I, I like, I'll talk to people about it. Like, if we can have a disagreement. And yeah. I'll, like, I'm happy to talk through it yeah. with people yeah. that want to DM me and, like, yeah. have, like, have an actual conversation. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah. I don't just get online and spout bullshit. Right. Like, just a respectful conversation. If you want to come at me and be like, I don't agree with you, but I also want to hear your point of view, mm-hmm. fine, I'll give it to you. But don't come at me sideways when I don't tell you what you want to hear. Right. And I think you guys, I, th- I feel like people need to understand, like, we're not on here to hear your points of view. Right. Like, you're following us because you want to hear ours. Right. But, like, if any of you have ever messaged someone something hurtful, just remember, like, they're on here. This is their page. Mm-hmm. This is their yep. thoughts. Their yep. business. Like. Yep. I, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy that you have to tell people right. that. But, like. Right. It's like when they tell you I'm unfollowing and it's yeah, like, I'm like, oh my God, I don't, I'm I again. can't tell you how many people, if I had a dollar for every time someone told me that or that I was, I, a, oh gosh, one girl told me I was a disgrace to Christ and that I was going straight to hell because I, because I simply didn't agree with their point of view on politics. And I was just like, Wow. wow. You really, you're, you're, 
That's an that's an interesting. You are <laughs> unwell. <laughs> Your followers are mean. Oh God. Mine are actually. If you guys are listening, hi, I love you. <laughs> Thanks for being so nice to me. But most of these people weren't even follow. Like they weren't even my followers. Oh. They were just like I don't even know how they were coming to my page or if other because other people at that time like a lot of people were po- reposting stuff that I would post. Oh yeah. And they tag me, so then I would get these internet trolls in my DMs, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is. Y'all are a lot. It's the mental but health issue. But I don't, exactly. Because I'm like, I can't even imagine going to someone's page that I don't know and like straight up cussing them out and telling them they're a disgrace to God and everybody. And, and I'm what's, just because they're. But what's funny is like what you're saying, it's like talking about COVID or talking yeah. about your political yeah. beliefs. And like I think it actually like, was about COVID because it was something COVID probably. COVID triggers people. Yes. It was an anti-vax <laughs> thing, I think. And I was the devil. Oh my for not falling for that bullshit story. Yeah. And the bullshit efficacy of a vaccine that... They just somehow... I'm like, first of all, I'm not taking shit from the people who created COVID who also have the antidote for COVID. Right. Like, yeah, no. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, though. Well, it makes me sad because I know people were, like, forced to get it for their work. Mm -hmm. And that would be a really scary place to be, especially during COVID. Yep. But, like... You still took it. Yeah. Like you could you could get a new job. Yeah. This is so I have a whole thing with like not being over leveraged in your life. Yeah. Like like we our house isn't huge, yeah. but it's perfect for yeah. us. Like we're exactly. we're comfortable financially. We're not like rolling in dough, exactly. but we're not I'm not hurting every month where right. I'm like stressed and scared. Exactly. And I and, and that's kind of like with all the school shootings and stuff where I'm like, if I were to have a kid I would. I think I would be in homeschool yeah. or like some sort of co-op homeschool where it's like people like like-minded where I know the other parents and I agree on how we want our children to learn. Yeah, and they can go chill for the day. Like we'll yeah. hire a teacher, yes. do whatever. But like yeah. for me personally, like I am working my ass off to set my life up in a way where I don't have to send my kid to school. Yeah, yeah. and and I feel. Why did I bring that up? <laughs> Oh, because people getting the vaccine. Oh, yeah. Like, I, yes. I, I, if I, if someone tried to force me to do something that I did not feel yep. was good for my mm-hmm. body, yeah. could potentially ruin my entire life, yep. and I was fully against it, or I would... Or kill you. Or kill you. <laughs> right. But they, oh, can't talk about that. Right. I would quit. I'd be yeah. like, fuck right off, which mm-hmm. is what my sister and her husband did. Mm-hmm. He worked for the city of Encinitas in San Diego. My sister was a nurse in San Diego. They yep. both were forced to get it. And so they both said, we're out. Yeah. And yeah. that was that. Yeah. And, and they moved their family across the country, got a more affordable house, and yep. are loving life. Yeah. And it's like, I know it's scary to make those changes, but like, if if you're not so over leveraged yep. in your life, you can do something yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and I feel like, that's why I like all these like homesteaders and these people yep. that are, they're teaching us how to bake our own bread yeah and like live off of our land and do that where it's like little changes like that you can get to an easier life where like the inflation isn't gonna fuck up your whole grocery bill because you've been planning for things exactly i just went off on this yeah the groceries someone posted the other day or might have been yesterday and was like it's actually disgusting what a hundred dollars will get you at the grocery store now even at Trader Joe's, it used to be at all the groceries for the week, and yeah. now it's like 
two days. Two bags. Yeah. 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 It's insane. And I'm yeah. like, who would have thought I would be paying $9 for egg whites in a carton? <laughs> like, I'm going to give you some eggs. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> right please, now. I will take them. <laughs> Organic. Yeah, right? I'm like, I told Ryan, I'm like, we need some land so we can have some chickens. <laughs> he was like, I'm down. Just say when. Oh, my God. But I was going to say something about when you were talking about school. Heather, so the shooting was on Monday. And then I think it was... It was either Tuesday or I think it was, might have been Wednesday. Heather sent me a screenshot and said, I'm so mad. I just got this email from her son's school. And it was, we had a threat, an active shooting threat. At her son's school. In Hendersonville, yeah. And she was like, but it wasn't a credible threat. We had it looked into. It wasn't credible. But we wanted to let you know. Like, didn't give, it was so vague. Mm. And I'm like, we just, there was just a school shooting two days ago in our own backyard. Right. What, what constitutes as credible and not credible? I feel like we have to make, I feel like every threat nowadays should be a credible threat. For sure. My like, kids, I wouldn't even have them no, in school No, she was like, week. I'm literally so pissed. I'm about to go. Well, I think she actually took them out of school early the day that it happened. Good. And then she was like, I'm so close to like just pulling the trigger and homeschooling my kids. Like, this is getting insane. It is insane. And, and I'm but, like, and, like yeah. and our education system, like you said with CRT earlier. Oh, God. Where the shit they're teaching in yes. schools, it's like, yeah. this is not what I want my kids yeah. to learn. No. And they're not learning. No. Like, and, and it's not normal for kids to sit in the classroom for eight hours a day and just sit there and yeah. be well-behaved. Like, let them be kids. Did you see the statistic that they did in, or the testing that they did in Illinois? I think it was in Chicago area. They tested 130 schools. Out of those 130 schools, not one student, not one, could read. What? Yeah. Not one. Because all they're read? doing... How old were they? I think it was like elementary school. Oh my God. Not one of them could read. Okay. Basic, basic reading. Because all they're doing is pushing these agendas in schools. They're not even, they're not even teaching them. And I was like blown away by this because I was like... You are kidding. But then again, I was like, it's Chicago, so I'm not surprised. But that is appalling. That's, what's the point? Right. Which, I mean, truly, what is the point? I've never once in my life used algebra or, like, any (laughs) of this shit. Like, teach me how to do something Unless I'm going to school to be a damn scientist. Like, I don't need to take chemistry. Exactly. (laughs) I I need to know basic math. I need to know how to add, subtract, multiply, division. Right. Percentages. Right. And, like... Beyond that, like, if you want to be a scientist, you get to go learn algebra. I I don't need to know that. Exactly. Teach me that shit when I know what I'm going to college for. Like, what, what my long-term career is going to be not, right. <laughs> not. But, that, but that's the thing with the government is they put everyone in the school system mm-hmm. they teach them the same bullshit yep and it's like when in reality we should have been maintaining our knowledge on how to can vegetables how right. to garden how to live how to manage a bank account yeah like, like things that are like very very valuable yeah. and like make you feel secure as a human being yeah. but no mm-hmm. in fact we're actually going to like add a grading system on top of this so you're so stressed all the right. time who was i talking to yesterday when they were like kids today are so stressed like they they're all anxious. They're all trying to get into yeah. college. Yeah, which like I don't college want my kids is, to go to no, college. It's a waste of money. 
And if I had a dollar, again, for every time recently I've heard someone say that, I'm like, yes, it is. Like, we are born into this system as a slave. College is just another, it's just another way to enslave you mm-hmm. and finding make you financially indebted right. to the government for ever. Like, it takes people so long to pay off student debt. Right, which is the goal. Like, they want yeah. us in debt. Yes. So... I mean, if you're listening to this, go buy a smaller house, sell your right. car, <laughs> right. change your entire life. <laughs> Literally. Like, finance with Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would rather live and, like, like, live small and, like, be able to travel and, like, do things like that. Like, those are the things you're going to remember. You're not going to remember the home that you lived in. That you were strapped for cash for and couldn't do the other thing. Exactly. Like, that should... If no. you have a roof over your head, who cares? Like Right. That's that's the thing with social media is they've made it seem like oh. everybody needs these big, mm-hmm. beautiful, White redone... Yes. yes. It, like, the, it's literally like an epidemic. Yeah. And it's like, that's not normal. I've lived in this house for two and a half years and I yes. finally started buying furniture for the house. Like yeah. everything else, everything in my office is from two houses ago. Yeah. Like I don't... I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, like, I furnished my whole apartment when I moved in it with all the furniture that I took from the house I lived in with Zach. Yeah. Because I bought most of it, but then he was buying, he was already buying new furniture for the new house. So, mm-hmm. I was like, perfect. Right. I furnished my, I haven't bought a single piece of furniture for that apartment because everything I bought, everything I had when I moved in, I still have. Exactly. And I'm like. And it's not fancy. Oh, like, no. it's like, yeah. Like, I don't, no. I don't care. I don't need to spend $5,000 on a desk. Like. No. And I, I feel like people need to change their priorities. Just because yeah. your favorite blogger has a beautiful office right. and linked her $5,000 There was an influencer desk. recently, and I almost choked. Not even kidding you, I almost choked. When she posted the price of a couch that sits in, like, their, like, I don't it, It's kind of like a bonus room, but it's like a TV room. But it's, like, upstairs. It's not even one that they use that's in their formal living room. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I love that couch. Clicked on it to see how much it was. And it was over 10 grand. What? I was like, that, you are joking. But people are spending that on their outdoor furniture. <laughs> yes. I was like, that will never be me. No, I don't care. It's getting most... rained on for well, one. Right. <laughs> like, there's going to be a tornado. These cushions are going to blow away. That might not even be there tomorrow. You don't even know. <laughs> it might be in someone's backyard down the road. Like, but people are, do, the, people are doing that. They really are. And so, I'm like, just, we're... Just know, we're not all doing that. No. You can still be really happy and not have a $10,000 Even couch. if I had the money to buy a $10,000 couch, I would not buy a $10,000 couch. I'm like, I it is never. a couch. Right. You are sitting on it. Like, <laughs> I could think of a lot of things to do with 10 grand. <laughs> and a couch ain't one of them. Oh my but God. no, it just blows my mind. Like... This is like a full-on Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's two hours at this point. Like, we're just... I have to pee. <laughs> I need a refill. This is probably going to... Oh, my God. I'm, like, scared for the backlash. If you guys enjoyed this, please leave a positive comment. Go if follow you didn't, Ashley. don't leave a comment. Yeah, if you didn't, sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> These are our opinions. Yes. Exactly. We respect yours. Please respect ours. It's a very easy <laughs> ask, you would think. Oh but apparently God. it's very difficult it's for some. A, okay, where can they find you? <laughs> so my handle on Instagram is at Purpose and Passion Blog. 
And then I also have a TikTok. I don't really use TikTok much. Gosh, that was another thing we, we should have talked we about. We should have talked about I was just <laughs> Can we talk about TikTok? Yeah, okay. just really quick. Okay, I love TikTok. I do too. And I used to think, okay, TikTok really is maybe a threat with China spying on us and like monitoring everything we do. Don't doubt that. They even admitted that they were doing that. Mm-hmm. But the bill that they are trying to pass mm-hmm. for TikTok. Yeah is literally a floodgate for them to open to all social media, not just TikTok. They are trying to take away and control all social media. Well, and all apps. Yes. It's like everything. Basically, it is not, the internet yes. in, in America. If you actually read this bill, it's it would blow your mind. No. So my thought on the TikTok ban is... We have bipartisan agreement, which should always concern you. Yes. Because these people don't ever agree. So what, why are they agreeing? And then if you look a little bit deeper, okay, so the government was censoring certain things on the media. So like Facebook was censoring, TikTok was, or Twitter was censoring, and then who's, Facebook... Instagram, who else is there? YouTube. Yeah. I mean, even... Even these, podcasts. Like, podcasts. Yeah. Right. So now I'm going to be kicked off by next week. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're... The government can control them because they're based out of America. They cannot control mm-hmm. China. So mm-hmm. they can't be like, yo, China, I don't want people knowing about this Ohio train crash. Right. That spilled all these toxic chemicals in this community. Yep. They can't do that. So how did everyone learn about East Palestine? From TikTok. Yes. And then it spread onto the other platforms. But Facebook is already selling all of your information. Yes. Your bank apps are selling all of your information. To- oh my God. Yesterday we were sitting, I was sitting on the couch with Ryan and he said, he literally just looked at me like joking and he was like, he was watching golf or something and he was like, have you ever been to Rome? I kid you not, two seconds later, I got a notification on my phone that was like, plan a trip to Rome. Yeah. Yes. What? I literally showed it to him and I was like, I can't even make this shit up. Look. And he was like, no, they're in our brains already. (laughs) Like we're probably already microchipped. They have us all like, (laughs) but that's what I'm saying is like, they're making it seem like banning TikTok because China is, Mm -hmm. has all the control. Yeah. They try to, Kind of like manipulate you, yeah, to to be like to get on board with it, but they don't tell you all the fine print that's in the bill that they are going to control, trying to control all of it because they know the shit that's about to happen and they want to be able to control the media. Yeah. But the thing is, is that Elon Musk has Space Force, so they can all kick rocks. Okay, so. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> Maybe we'll get there someday. But Elon Musk does own Twitter. And he yeah. is... He's still doing some censoring, which I'm not loving. But it is so much better. Oh, gosh. So... Yeah. And I love when people post up and he chimes in and he's like, true. I know. <laughs> like, so, like, he's just got to, like... I don't know. And I feel like people looked... Like, I looked at him because I just feel like some of the things... he Like, if he's confirming it, he knows what... He knows he has the files. Like he's he owns it now. Right. So I'm like, if he's saying like they're like, oh, let's the Fauci files. Like let's, and he's like, yeah, true. Just wait until they come out because yeah. y'all are gonna your heads are gonna spin. Right. I wonder if they ever will. Yeah. Just God, like I'm the so Epstein glad that client list. Over. Right. <laughs> so I 
I'm going to sound like a total asshole for saying this, but I did not truly understand human trafficking yeah. until 2020. I had no idea. Yeah, a lot of people didn't. A lot of people did not. But like, a lot of people still I just don't think a lot of people thought that it happened here. I think that they think that it happens in other countries, mm-hmm. like third world countries, but it's not happening here. No. But the Nashville amount... Nashville is like a major hotspot. Yes. Florida is huge Bowl. because you can go... The Super Bowl is one of the worst mm-hmm. days, but Florida is terrible because you have one interstate that goes all the way north and all the way south. Yeah. And then you also have an interstate that goes east and west. Right. So you can get in and out of the state very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's awful. And the underground tunnels. Oh, the tunnel. The tunnel children. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. So, but the the reason I brought that up is because I truly did not understand what Epstein, like why that mattered at all. And Epstein is probably it's not Epstein it's who Epstein knew mm-hmm. is who he got the girls for mm-hmm. and it's the highest up politicians mm-hmm. and it's but meanwhile they're going to arrest Trump yep and never even release the client right list. yeah so, so they Ghislaine gave Ghislaine Maxwell 25 prison. years yeah for sex trafficking kids to who? <laughs> like, right. you put her in jail for 25 years, but you're not even going to expose who she trafficked the kids to and, yeah. and actually arrest the, the people who trafficked them? Right. Like, like or okay, that, so, so she's the pimp, but who's the customer? Right, exactly. The customer are the people that own our banks. It's mm-hmm. the people in the feds. The raw government. It's... It's the highest, most elite, wealthy people in the United States. The, and actually, the royalty, the, the royal family. Yeah. They're some of the worst. And um, so, and people can be like, well, you're speculating. Yeah, okay. Mm. Well, actually, we're not. Like, mm-hmm. they're, I mean, the royal. I've seen the screenshots of some of the flight logs. Mm-hmm. And oh, and then everyone's like, "Well, Trump was friends with Epstein." No, <laughs> no, he wasn't. he wasn't. He was literally at an event, and they took a picture with them, probably to try to blackmail him because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Anytime you come to Epstein Island and you're there and you're being, you're you're having, they're they're giving these they're trafficking these girls to these clients. These clients are like high up Supreme Court judges and high up politicians. And they're recording it happening without them knowing. Mm-hmm. And then when they need favors and they don't want to do the favors and tell them to fuck off, they show them the video and they're like, either do it or we're showing this video and they blackmail them. Yeah. That's how they are able to get away with the shit that they've gotten away with. Yeah. It's crazy. So it does matter. And the and I think something that people don't know about Trump is he's like so clean like he's never done drugs. He's never drank alcohol. If they had a damn thing <laughs> on this man, they would have had him in 20, 2008. Like they started this shit way before he even ran for president. Right. But they would have had him by now. This witch hunt has been going on for eight years and they haven't had a damn thing. No. Now they're going to try to get Bring him on the hush money. Dan- which is his lawyer. His lawyer is the one that he paid it. He did it. Yes. But so here's the thing. He said people, Trump didn't have any idea about it. Right. And people need to remember Trump never planned to run for president. No. He never thought he was going to be a politician. No. Trump was the richest Dude, yep. he had all the connections. He had all the fun. He could do whatever he wanted. But so, he got into the... He hung... He went to those events and those parties to get to know these people. And then once he found out how corrupt they were and what they were doing, yeah, that's when he started to put a plan together to run. 
because he was his plan was to bring it all down mm-hmm. on them and and yeah and, and they did not like that no but, and then he became their worst but, enemy so my point is like for like let's say you or I wanted to run for office someday which yeah. god forbid right. I would never <laughs> oh my god no can no, you imagine you. the people I truly think people that are in office are like they're missing a screw yeah like, to want to to the ego you must have yeah. to want that position yeah. like I don't care if you know someone that's a politician yeah it's not a normal place to be no and so like Trump never thought he was gonna run. He's yeah. hanging out with every celebrity, every most the most beautiful people in the entire world. Yeah, I'm sure he's done some weird shit. Yeah, <laughs> but like, why are we coming after Trump still when there's politicians that are like actively hiring prostitutes? Well, yeah, doing... they want to come after Trump for hush money. That they literally have <laughs> correspondence, and his attorney even stated on the record that he was the one that did it. They're right. still going after him. They're but still- yet all these politicians were on Epstein Island right. raping girls. Yeah. And that was fine. They're all walking free, breathing fresh air when they should be six feet under. If you guys if watch House of Cards, just the first few seasons, I turned it off because it got really gross. But if you want to know what it's like in, like, mm-hmm. the political sphere, like, they yeah. don't make these shows up. Like, yeah. they're based on reality. Yes. And these people are disgusting human beings. Yeah. And they are... Predictive programming. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about MK Ultra. I was getting yeah. Rolfing yesterday. You were what? Have you heard of Rolfing? No. It's, it's like a fascia release. It's not a massage. It's very painful, actually. But it's, like, they... It's a 10 sessions where they work on different parts of your body yeah. you go 10 times in a row and then your whole body like realigns itself it's yeah. really interesting but he's like super conspiracy theorist yeah. and he was talking about how he knows people in Nashville who were MK Ultra and he's like one of them was I'm not afraid to say this just because they're so corrupt but her initials are HC and he's like she was in MK Ultra like no, bringing right here talking about you yeah. HRC. Yeah. <laughs> if, if if we get suicided, aka we live our green. lives. We did it. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, this, this so is sad. You even have to say that. Well, no. Like I listened to so Truth by Bossia. She posts. She has a video on her YouTube about the Masonic. Oh my God. And the, the Illuminati. Okay. And she said HC and BC because he asked her in the interview if. People are, if they arrange marriages, based mm-hmm. and she said yes. Oh, um, a lot sure. of them are based off bloodlines. Yeah. And they're bloodlines to the elite. So they were, their marriage was an arranged marriage by the Illuminati. <laughs> and she talks, she was, the girl that they were doing the interview with is out of it now, but she was in it, her parents were in it. And so she was born into it. Mm-hmm. And then they literally like, they sell their they kids. They trained there. Not trained sell, her. but they, they push them into this life. Yeah. Like the, the training that she went through was like, like she had to, she had to witness like a child sacrifice. Yeah. And it's, like her talk, it was even hard for her to talk about after, even after all these years. And as a child to see that. Like, this is the shit that makes conspiracy theorists sound crazy. Right. But it's, it's like, it, you, we can't. We can't prove it, but if you start thinking about it, putting pieces together, and watching enough 
interview testimonials from people like you you will start to kind of question everything yes and then she was talking about the masonic lodge and like the freemasons and so i looked up because she was talking about like how they're everywhere and so i just googled like masonic lodges near me and the list well i sent you the list it was like so long yeah and I was oh, like, yeah. oh, and, like cops are in it. There's uh-huh. a lot of cops and firefighters, yeah. and because they say that's like the only way that you can like promote up or like rank up in the police force is to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to go down that rabbit hole, yeah, <laughs> you should brace yourself. But yeah. truth by Basia, truly DM me if you're interested. I'm not gonna like link her anywhere, but yeah. I can send you her page. Send me a message on Instagram. My handle's lauren.erro, and I will send you her page. But you have to brace yourself, and you have to, like... <laughs> it's dark. But she, she not only, like, I love following her, and I love her research, because she also, like, posts so much feedback from her followers. Yeah. Like, she'll post something about, like the Illuminati or like the Masonic Lodge and then all these people will be like yes like my grandfather was in it this mm-hmm. is actually real and like the amount of feedback that she gets she posts it all and shares it all so you can read all of these testimonials from all these people mm-hmm. and she has and they're all like and all, all their stories the are the world. same yeah so you can't even like deny it you can't even say like oh this is BS but because all their stories align perfectly yeah it's and really, the shit that they go through, like, they all say the same. And, like, I don't know, she, she had a, a video of a cop on there, too, who, who got out of it. And then he did, like, an interview. But people are like, the girl that I listened to her interview, they were like, are you safe? Like, have you had people, like, try to come after you? And she was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, 100%. Honestly, like, talking about this scares me. I know, right? Like, it's it's scary to talk. Let's change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's bring it back to beauty. I always end my podcast. What's your current favorite beauty product? Like, what are you loving right uh, now? I have to say, like, I one of the products I cannot live without right now is the Dibs Duo Sticks. Oh, really? Yes. They Dibs are is, so good. It's like the it's the a blush. Cream. Yep, it's a cream contour and then a cream blush on the other side. And it's in one stick. And the colors are amazing. They go on your skin like butter. They blend out like butter. And I just... It's so easy. Hmm. Like, it's so easy, and I just love... their The color range is really good. She has really good pinks, which I'm, like, a pink blush person, and they're just amazing. And everybody that I've, like, gotten ready with, like, with Heather, or, like, Sarah already used them, but, like, I got ready with Heather, and she used mine, and she was like, okay, I'm buying this, like, immediately. Like, oh, this wow. is so good. See, that's the stuff. Like, that. that's an influencer's brand. Yeah, yeah, Courtney Shields. Courtney Shields. Yeah. And if everyone's like, when are you going to start, a, like, when are you going to launch a product? And I'm like, I honestly, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I, like, a high-frequency machine. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I feel like it has to be foolproof. Like, yes. it has to be the best product you will ever buy. And yes. I've actually heard a lot of people say that dibs is amazing. I haven't yes. tried it. And you know what's crazy is, like, I followed Jaclyn Hill for years, like, early early on when she started like beauty stuff she used to work at mac yeah and then she started like just doing videos and then became huge and i don't know if you remember like she came out with she launched her lipsticks like a couple years ago and it was like an atrocity it was a train wreck train wreck and i'm like can you imagine like she had to test those and then the feedback on them was just awful like there was like 
stuff in the like lips. fuzz? Yes. Yeah, it was. And it so was. she got a lot of people and I'm just like, gosh, you worked so hard to get to where you were. And then you put a product out like that, that not only she was excited about, but her followers, cause I wanted to love them too. And cause I've loved her mm-hmm. and it was just awful. But now and what's sad is I feel like it, people like it ruined her it did. career. It like did. she is not the same no. and it ruined her mental health. Like yes. she went through it after yes. that. And that's, that's the thing is like these people she was so depressed like gained so much weight she's doing great now but she um, got divorced i think yeah she got divorced and like now she's engaged and she's getting remarried and good she's like lost a lot of weight she looks great now and that's the thing is like when you're putting your life online like it's yeah you're you're risking that because people are just brutal. Yeah. Like they are brutal. And you, I will say I have her, I bought her highlighters when they came out a couple years ago. And I think it was with the collection she did with Morphe or maybe they just had them in the Morphe store, but they were amazing. And I still have them. I have, I have two of them and they were Highlighter will last until you die. Oh God. Like literally (laughs) like bury my highlighter with me, please. Because that stuff will literally never die. It's going to last me a lifetime. Oh my god. Okay, guys, go follow Ashley. She also does these makeup like tutorials that are so good. Like she, when she has her makeup done up, it's like, I mean, you look unreal. <laughs> have you? I have to say this. I have to ask you. Have you seen the girl Meredith? Who does makeup tutorials on TikTok and Instagram? And she puts the foundation. Yes. <laughs> Have you tried it? No, it's terrifying uh, to me. Yeah. Okay, there's this girl on TikTok who like literally does she put it on I, her hands or a yeah, sponge? Yeah, she puts it on her hands and then rubs it literally all over her entire face and she looks like insane. like she looks like she rubs it in like you would rub moisturizer on your face, except she is rubbing her foundation and she puts <laughs> like she literally puts like 10 pumps of foundation, foundation. and I'm, and I'm just cringing the whole time because I'm like oh my God, at the product that you're wasting right now. Right. Like, you don't need that much. No. And then, <laughs> but her face comes out looking flawless. And people are like, I've seen her in person. Yes. It looks good. And I, I was thinking about it. It depends on the makeup, but sometimes I do wear a lot of foundation yeah. pumps. So yeah. I'm like, I could see that, but like all at once, guys, like slaps yeah. it on her face. <laughs> Like you, all you can literally see are her eyeballs and her teeth. Yeah, like she her lips her are lips. everything. It's her so eyebrows. Are you, you going to start doing that? Is that no. Way? That's the next tutorial no. from Ashley, you guys. So after we post this, I, she's going to do that tutorial for you. I'm just like, the first time I watched it, I was like, this is a joke, right? Like, yeah. You are not serious. That's how you go viral on TikTok. And then all her videos, she does it. And I'm just like. How much money do you spend on foundation? None, <laughs> because she's a famous makeup TikToker now. Right? They're like, here, we'll send you a, a tube a day. Yeah, do this with ours. Literally uses a tube a day. But, I mean, truly, like, look at all my foundation. Oh, gosh, yeah. And Same. I'm constantly getting rid of them and buying more. <laughs> so, I... I will say, though, e.l.f. products. E.l.f. has... So good. Have you tried this? So No. Feel this. This is the HD powder. You guys, I did a big Ulta beauty haul for concealers in this one powder. And I tried the Maybelline color corrector. It's so fine. Wow. It's like, yeah. It's literally like. It's the e.l.f. HD. And e.l.f. products are surprisingly clean. Like this is a talc-free powder. Yeah. Their stuff is, like I started using their camo concealer. 
and I'm obsessed with it. It's $7. I used to spend 30 on the, I think it, I don't think it's not, it might be Tarte. Dame um, tape? No, it's the Too Faced. Might be Too Born Faced. Born this way? Yes. That yep. was good. It's really good, but it's like $35 and it does last a long time. But I've the, never used up a whole concealer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally, I still have tubes, two tubes of that in my thing, <laughs> right. but then I just bought the Elf one because Sarah got it and she was like, it's so good. It doesn't like, it doesn't get like in your crease lines and it's super hydrating. So I was like, oh, all right, well, I'm going to link. Yeah. I was like, I'm trying it because, <laughs> and then Heather got, Heather was at the house and she was getting ready me before we went to Morgan Wallen. And she was like, oh, I want to use that concealer. And so she used it and she was like, what? This well, stuff is amazing. Okay, I was I like, I just bought all of these. Which is that one? the pink one? Okay, the, yeah. So this is the Maybelline Instant Age Rewind Eraser in color 160, you guys. It's pink. And so it neutralizes any blue tones. But then the NYX Can't Stop Won't Stop Concealer, Bethany Frankel, who has like deep under eye yeah. circles. Yeah. She's like, I've tested every single concealer on the planet and she swears this is the best. Wow. So obviously I bought it. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I've seen people use this and it does, it like brightens your eyes, under yeah. eyes so much. So, and okay, let's do a little makeup hack. So if you guys have hollows anywhere, so like my under eyes got hollow, but also if you have nasal labial folds, like right next to your nose mm -hmm. or if your chin, like if you, anything you want to like highlight or illuminate, you can put a brightener like this pink one from Maybelline and that's going to bring that out and just make your face look a little bit more full and like voluminous Yeah, in that area. So like yeah. if you don't like your smile lines, yeah. put it right there. Yeah, I always put it like right here just because it like... It, she, it, she's it, doing like the Joker. Yeah, like next all, to like, her yeah, lips, smile lines out under her cheeks. All the way under like to my ears because it just like brightens that area up and then when I contour it brings it in and then this like lifts yeah while this is yeah i don't know it just like carves your face out and do you have these saved your highlights your makeup i don't do them um, anymore because people just zone out and then yeah i, I, I think i like... do have them saved to my highlights but i also i just posted one on i need to start doing more like get ready with me's on tiktok mm -hmm. i just did one the other day and it actually did surprisingly well so <laughs> i need to start doing those more Get ready with me's are hard. They are. And they, like, <laughs> I watch, like, Alex Earl do them. And she, like, talks the whole time. And I'm just like, okay, I don't know what to say. Like, what do I say? I can't talk like, the whole time. No. I cannot talk and do makeup. No. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. And then she does them in, like, two minutes. And I do one. And it's, like, ten minutes long. And right. I'm like, I can't even post this. I know. So then I'm, like, cutting it down. And I'm like, how do they do that? I don't know. It's I, crazy. Yeah. I do, I, I'll <laughs> test one product at a time. I'm, yes. I'm good. Yes, exactly. I'm like, I guess I'm just going to have to like be like, okay, I'm going to do foundation. Get ready with me. Okay, I'm going to do eyes. And now we're going to do lips instead of trying to do it all in one. Yeah. That's but, yeah. Same. <laughs> so is your TikTok the same name? Yes. Yeah. Okay. At Purpose and Passion blog. No like underscores or anything. Like all right. That. Just all lowercase. Purpose and Passion blog. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this. <laughs> We just did it all today. <laughs> Sorry, we just overwhelmed you. Thank you so much. Of course, this, this awesome. was so fun. I'm like, we need to do this again and like do something. We could, I mean, yeah. clearly we have a lot to yeah. say. 
<laughs> like all every over the week. Map. I mean, yeah. there's just something new. Literally, literally right. something every week. So yeah, thank you. So thank much. you. I'm so excited I got to do this. Me too. Thank you so much for listening to Life with Lauren. If you enjoyed this podcast or it brought you any kind of value, I would absolutely love if you could leave me a positive rating and review. It means so much to me and it helps get the word out about the show. You can also find me on Instagram at lauren.arrow and I will talk to you next week. Thank you.